Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entirety of that first sentence that I said, I don't know if you did, because in truth, when Josh hits that go live button, there's a few seconds there. We don't know exactly when we're going to go live. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. We might have came in when I was like halfway through a word. They might have had a couple seconds of us sort of being awkward sitting there not saying anything before it went live. I don't know. These are the things that we don't get to edit after the fact. You got to know. What you got in that red cup? Well, actually, tomorrow morning we will be dropping the second episode of Sledge Lords featuring me and Danny Mullen on the Adam 22 channel. And today for our episode, we decided to get like 10 energy drinks and taste test them all. And this is the one that I chose to go with. I forget what it's called, but it's basically like a monster energy fruit punch that has a bunch of traditional tattoos all over the outside of it. What a dumb idea. Yeah. No, it was fun. Cause we, I, <laughs> no, <laughs> but are you it was like a like, really high energy pod. Are you taking like shots or are you just doing like full cups? Cause if you're doing full cups, you're an idiot. Let me ask you something. No, definitely not full cups. Okay. We were taking sips. So, which is kind of weird because if you think about it, like taking 10 sips of 10 different energy drinks is like not even one energy drink. So I feel like I'm super turnt, but really I'm not drinking that much more energy drink than I would drink normally. Your but eyes is like. I want to say this. You ever seen that one, Nos? Yeah. Gross. And he loved it and I hated it. Who? Danny. The Nas? Uh, Nas is trash. You've had it? I, you know, and two energy drinks, I do tend to sip on them too for some reason. I don't really drink it the whole. They're too powerful. Yeah, yeah it's just like I'm not even. I might not even do half, and I feel like I'm too jittery. See, they market the Celsius like it was supposed to be healthy, and that's what everybody was saying. Like, oh, you go to the gym. Like, I start seeing those at 24 Hour Fitness, and I was like, oh, gotta be good then. And that's the trick that got me because I was in a Whole Foods and I saw one and I just started drinking it. And then I start looking into it and I realize it's just as powerful as a lot of the really gnarly ones that have crazy packaging. It's just the packaging is really minimal and it looks like it's going to be good for you. And I don't want to give it away. I'm not going to tell you guys about it because it's kind of sus, but I ended up having a sort of weird health problem. I think, actually, I told you in the group chat already. Uh, just tell them. No. I'm saving it for the other thing because it's just I don't, I don't want to talk about it too much. It's it's kind of a weird theory, but I'm pretty sure it's true. If you're interested in my bladder, you guys might want to check that out. But so when you think about energy drinks, think about it. There's coffee shops all over this city and every other city in the hood. Still going to be a coffee shop. The nicest areas got infinite coffee shops. You've never seen an energy drink bar. No. Why would we want to go to an energy drink bar? I can't eat French fries, and you know our spinach dip with an energy drink. You Why not? <laughs> like that just doesn't match. Why not? Get on some, ice. You could do it with coffee. I so, don't even. But drink. that's the thing. Every, everybody's used to going to a coffee shop and getting a, a cup of coffee, a bagel, or a breakfast sandwich, whatever. This is normal. Why can't you go and get some chicken nuggies? Some French fries. That sounds terrible. And then you mix a, uh, you know, an orange monster with a diet Red Bull with a Bang Energy Creatine Special. Who knows? No, thank you. What do you think is the best energy drink of all time, taste-wise? Well, I used to drink this one called uh, Monster Assault. 
Monster was. It was red, and it was really good. And some people out there probably still have access to it because I think it's still around. It's just there's like five thousand flavors of Monster, so you really don't know like certain like the Seven Eleven I went to today. You go in there and you think it looks like they have a lot of energy drinks, but when I actually really started looking, I realized like, oh, there's a lot of crucial choices missing from this lineup here. I think it's Celsius. I don't know which one Heather is actually drinking, but it tastes like Kool Aid. I was like, this cannot be an energy. This drink. right here, this, this tastes like Kool Aid. Ridiculous. This it's, red it monster, like Kool Aid. It tastes just like it. We tasted it. We tried the Rockstar Kool Aid as well, and that was okay, but kind of gross. Now Rockstar, I would say, it's kind of like. But see, I feel like Rockstar has image problems because Yuri likes it so much. And Yuri, oh Yuri is such a classless human being that him <laughs> drinking Rockstar has really affected the way that I view Rockstar. It was another uh, one, too. With a I am the opposite of proud of Yuri. It was a Pitbull one, too, like Roscoe's was pushing. No, yeah, because they own that one. The Pitbull one? The dude who owns Roscoe at one point <laughs> in his life was like, you know what we need? We need to get in on the energy drink market. We can't be serving other people's energy drinks. We're going to make our own. Once in a while, I see like a car wrapped with like Pitbull energy drink or uh -huh. whatever. You think it's classless or tasteless? What? With Yuri. I mean, he clearly has a bad palate because his tongue likes the taste of Rockstar, which I personally find abhorrent. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but maybe, it, it maybe he might have tasteless. next level taste, like the way that like a lot, <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot right? of rappers <laughs> rock clothes that i might look at and think you look goofy as hell but then in reality that ends up being the style a couple years you down said the line. that about designer though and then you just start going designer crazy i do everything look at me right now i'm just like a bum i got birkenstocks <laughs> he got prada shoes on you, 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 you're not dressed like a bum i mean balenciaga is making that right now but these are actual birkenstocks he's, he's matching with a uh, birkenstocks there you go mini uh, yeah, birkenstocks is like a high quality comfortable shoe there you go i never had no birkenstocks there you go here, you take mini beast cuz y'all matching. Shout out to Blazzy. Yeah, you know what I mean? If I get one, matching, though. I, I'm gonna yeah. use it like a like <laughs> 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 But in the nineties, that would have been how everybody was dressed. What's the deal? This the little homie. I mean, when I went straight. to Atlanta, they was going crazy with it. Like mm. like two years ago, they still are though. They rocked the Dickie suits way the more. Suits? Hell yeah. Then I feel like Duno got shorter. <laughs> hey, while we're here, I just wanted to say a big, big shout out to my boys at Fashion Nova. I've been posting a lot of fire fit pics over the last couple days. I got some Fashion Nova on me right now. Them's my people's shout out Fashion Nova. Anyway, how's it going? Good. I'm tired. Why? Bro, fucking just... just up last night. Doing now, look, what? That shit was so stressful not cursing in the first light. <laughs> <laughs> I was stressed. I said don't Can mention we... it. He just waited till the time <laughs> was up. He's like, I'm going to mention it. I was stressed the fuck out. I'm not even going to lie to you. Go ahead. Go ahead. You've never been ahead. on like a radio show where you weren't allowed to curse? No, I'm not that famous. Well, I'm not even sit... famous. You never had to sit next to Tiger? <laughs> You never had to sit next to Tiger and not swear for a few minutes? You've been to Power 106. They, you can't curse on it. He don't curse. So it's not he don't even care. Well, in yeah, his songs, it's not a lot of shows and stuff like little TV. You've things. done something that you they wouldn't let you curse. Of course, you go on like a TV thing or whatever. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I used to host the uh, the I hosted like a BMX skate contest, like a do tour thing one time. So I'm like mostly speaking to a young audience. 
Yeah, I did the awkward. MTV. Matter of fact, I did the MTV thing, and if I said a curse yeah, word, whole show. and they'll they'll make me do the whole shit over again. I really? Said, oh my god! You want me to do that over again? The improv. Was What's your crazy. attitude on swearing in front of your kids though? Because I feel like you guys are all swearing in front of your kids like crazy. It depends what it is though. Yeah, I'm the N word's cool. I'm N-word's a sailor. Cool. I'm a sailor. F word's cool. No. Hmm. I try not to, but I'm definitely cursing in front of my kids. I mean, I can say it, but she can't say it. Mm. But I don't like the F word is like the the most extreme. I don't say bitch. Right. I don't say fuck in front of her. Right, because yeah. but but I feel like bitch is it's such a big thing that I don't want to say around my kid or like I really like at a certain point she'll understand the word bitch can be said in a lot of different ways. It can be said in a loving way, it could be said in a mean way, it could be said in a, a super mean way, it could just be a dog. But when they're young, I feel like it's important to like kind of keep them away from it. Cause it's like if your kid's five. You have to tell them that like swearing's bad, even oh, though you no. know they're they're gonna start swearing. You just have to try to keep them from swearing until they get older, old enough where they can understand that this word is not evil. This word just is not appropriate for school. Don't do to the younger ones. Like my daughter's older, so I'd be like, I talk to her like I would like regularly talk, which is what I was saying to F and other stuff. My son, like I don't want him saying no curse words. Right. Yeah. Uh-uh. He got a million of them now. He brought his kid on the music stream. You did? I had, did. Had his kid sit next to Bell. And he right. said, Daddy, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, he was over it. <laughs> we, we, we watched one song. Wait, how long did you do? One song. Oh, yeah. His he kid said, was over I'm it. ready to get the fuck up well, out of here. But he what must is have been this? confused, too, because we were using headphones to listen to it. So t Rail had the headphones on. He could hear the song. He tries to put the headphones on his kid. He, like, messed it up, like, flipped around. So it wasn't blowing his ear. His kid's just over it. He's like, nope, get me out of here. Bro, doing eight hours of that every Friday, nine hours. Oh, you guys are crazy for that. Adam retired. He gave it to Flacco with him. No, but me and Flacco did it with with Val uh, on Friday. And How it long was, did y'all do? It was an ordeal. Uh, what was it? Eight hours? Six hours? You seven hours? Stressed out doing that shit right there. In nah, I'm just high as hell by the end of it. Yeah, it's like drenched in weed potion. Everybody would leave like totally fucked up. But that was back when we were sitting there smoking a million blunts, passing blunts back and forth. People, I seen somebody talking shit about me for not passing the the joint. I'm like, that's this is a personal. Why do you not keep the music stream? Why do you delete it? Because it has mad copyright songs in it. So mm. it's like uh. so, sometimes it's not even our choice. Usually it's not our choice. The whole thing will be taken down because we'll play like one song that has a copyright claim or whatever. And the donations make it worthwhile to even yeah. Uh-huh. That makes sense. That's why we only do that. But the, hopefully once we have like the Twitch room streaming in there or whatever, we can kind of have a more of a consistent thing. So if you Donate to get your song heard. You get to hear it that day, and you don't have to wait till the next Friday, whatever. And Twitch has a deal with Universal, so anything under like that catalog, you could play without uh, anything happening. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, it's been an eventful week, I suppose you could say. <laughs> a lot yeah. of chatter, a lot yeah. of convos. Yeah, do should we start with you or me? <laughs> What's my combo? <laughs> I mean, do you want to go on the narrative you started, or what I actually, yeah. or what I actually did? Like, where where do we want to start here? So sh- we should retell the entirety of the whole thing. I mean, we could start from you know, yeah. Because one of the amazing things, I'll just we'll have to start from the entirety though to, I, to get I, to you. I would like to say this is that I care more about the truth than my own personal stuff. So I will fully admit that. This was all my fault because I was the one who read the fucking story post that Suspects Op had posted up talking about the chain. 
I was joking around about that, and I texted him this morning after I listened to the Monday show, and I apologized, even though none of the fans really thought to put blame on me, and he didn't put blame on me. But when I look back at it, you really didn't say that much about the chain thing. I read the fucking thing that had been posted in the Reddit or whatever, which, like I told him, I shouldn't have been joking around about that. Because, like, me reading it off, you ended up kind of, like, taking the, the brunt of him being a little pissed off about that. He, he didn't really necessarily, like, know what I said and what you said. You might have been saying a little something. But I was the one who read the fucking statements that this other dude put out there. So that was, that was bad on my part. And I think that when I listen to Suspect and Gina and Flacco on the Monday show talking about how we all need to move as a unit and stuff, I would say that that's a pretty good example of bad yeah because teamwork. if you wouldn't have put, that, yeah because never, uh, yeah, like if you wouldn't have put <laughs> yeah. that bullshit you that you that you learned in the reddit into the group chat i wouldn't have never known anything about his incident at all because i'm never because i don't i don't know what the fuck's going on out here i only know what you guys are talking about so i just bring it up you know and then, you know i kind of laugh about it and shun it like i don't really i don't really give a shit so right because yeah, i still did, to this day i don't know what the argument is that he got his chain took. I heard him talk about it on the Monday show and basically explain that it's at the dealer and such and such. So I'm just going to take his word for it. I haven't really like watched any videos from other people saying shit about him, but you know, it's kind of like if we're all going to be on the same team, especially in terms of something like that, like, okay, let's say that the scenario was that he really did get stripped at one point in his life and got his shit took. I mean, we, we still should like, talk about that in a sensitive way on here. We shouldn't be laughing about it, right? If he really got his shit stripped, I wouldn't talk about it. Right. I don't think nobody should because that's like real like... And I would extend that yeah. to everybody. Actually, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. There's like a person who's on camera, used to be on camera, et cetera. I'm going to be as vague as possible who had a situation exactly like that and I never said a word about it. Yeah, we shouldn't talk about it, but just, just the way... Give him a heads up. Yeah, but what's the way... Yeah, and I'm supposed to give you a heads up, but just the way I grew up, I always address the elephant in the room. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I try to make a joke out of, you know, the situation to make things light on you. So... That was me, you know, like I said, that was me protecting, you know, just the well-being of the whole group to let motherfuckers know that our camaraderie and our togetherness is just like, mm -hmm. it's infinite. So I didn't, for me, it wasn't no malice there. Like, that's what I was trying to, you know, get off and tell them. Like, for, so me explaining the whole situation, like, oh, okay, we, we did that, we did that. I wanted the people out there that felt like them putting that story out would not affect us or as a team our detour us yeah from you know like thinking any type of bad way about him like we don't give a fuck what happened right out there so with that being said i'm gonna fuck with it yeah whatever the case may be and then joke and laugh about the whole situation so and then so it'll make light on oh we can't we can't even really do matter. nothing yeah it yeah. doesn't matter we can't do nothing to to take any shine off of him because you know it's a, it, like i told him before i don't know what type of shit he's got into yeah. before here he got here so it's a lot of motherfuckers that'll be that'll hate on you or and are hating on you because your shit is moving forward yeah. mm. like so and you're moving forward there's still somebody's there trying to take you, you down you can't stop you know what that, i'm saying though. like no matter what you do you put yourself out to the camera people are going to critique they're going to make narrative they're going to do whatever it is and you know originally like when when i first started hearing about it on the weekend i was i was like all right are they going to talk about it on the monday show they didn't do it and then when i got on stream like my whole chat was like talk about it talk about it and i was i was acting like i was ignoring the shit and the suspect hit me up and he was like hey show them this and i was like well if you want to explain your case 
just call in and shit. And he called in and he said, you know, he got the chain. Um, he sent it to the jeweler and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like it was over after that. And then the next day, you know, we, you know, T-Rail joke around. Like he, like no malice in his heart. Like that nigga, that's who he is. Like if it was me, he'd be like, nigga, this is like the China Mac situation. He like China Mac whooped your ass. We laughing mm. about it. It is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that kind of like was the tone with which we were talking about it. It was, we were kind of joking around about it as if it was a foregone conclusion that something did happen where you guys changed it or whatever, which is, that's the thing that's kind of fucked up. I'm going to use another example too. When I was uh, interviewing Wack, Wack starts doing his little comedy routine about like, oh, Gina was, was dancing around in the thong at Blueface's house, yada, 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 which anybody who knows Gina knows it's not true. Wack knows it's not true. Wack's just trying to be funny. Now, my gut instinct right away, I was like, that's not true. That is not true. Gina was only there because she was working there, whatever. And I look over at her and I see that she appreciates it because especially as a woman in this environment, it's like if Wack was to start making that joke and I were to just roll with it, which from the context of like just being funny and like antagonizing each other would not be anything like that out of the ordinary. You know, if I had just been like, yeah, Gina, you was naked up in the fucking blue face crib, whatever. They like they're going to take it as credible. But people are like, like we kind of owe it to each other to, if we have something that we're just fucking around with each other and like trying to like make a fucking fake narrative or whatever that we, we kind of owe it to each other to make it clear when we don't actually believe that. So I, I, I kind of think we let, suspect down in that in that regard and so I, I don't even know if you actually saw our conversation early in the episode but him calling in and being a little upset was pretty justified i think yeah and, and that's what you know and i had a long conversation with suspect because nigga i got caught up in the same shit it's like you're trying to stop narratives like you can't stop narratives people are going to like make what they want to make like whether you got your chain taken or no people that hate you they're going to say that you got your chain taken you could give them all the proof in the world and you know even when i got emotional at t-rail i'm like it doesn't matter if something is true or not people are going to do that so i gave you know um almighty the same the same advice i'm like bro like you're never going to beat the internet you're never going to beat what it is like you're in a position now that people want to be in they're going to pick on you. And if they see that it bothers you, they're going to continue to keep drilling at that shit, whether it's fake or not. And because there's there's levels to shit. Because it's like getting exposed for, like, if you got your chain to, it's obviously a really big deal. Everybody in fucking rap knows it's a big deal. It's going to be viewed a certain way. If you're Gina and you were, like, twerking naked, which, again, she didn't do or whatever, that would be a really big deal in terms of, like, how she was viewed by people. It's kind of different than, like, some of the other jokes that we'd be antagonizing, like the fact that we make fun of Yuri for doing the orange thing back in the day. Like, we brought that up five billion times. Some people would think that that was, like, really fucking embarrassing. We all obviously feel like we have a friendship with him where we don't think that he's taking it that serious or whatever. But, like, certain things are kind of put in a different I category of... of offensiveness I, i've been in this situation before i've taken I've, <laughs> I've taken a i've taken a rapper that had that got his chain took multiple times ah and what i did was put respect back on his name you 100 percent did that because when you fucking with real niggas they can't do shit about it so that was me telling the world Fuck what y'all talking about. We got this nigga back because I've been through this mm. same situation already. And not just one time he got his shit. I'm talking about multiple times, even to where 
AD got his shit. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but <gasps> I've done this. Look, yeah, but I've done this before this in, is, the, this in, in, in a lifetime. Fake narrative. Like no, it. but I've done this before in a I'll lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Where I feel the situation and I know where you're coming from. I know, and I so I know how to work it. You know what I'm saying? And I know how to get in those cracks, and I know how to shut these motherfuckers up. I've been in this situation, and I've done. I did it for a decade. You feel me? Mm. I made I, I made niggas respect a certain motherfucker. You feel me? Just being behind the scenes. I swear to God. You feel me? Yeah, so you definitely did that. There, I I definitely have experience in that. You know, but you, the situation did get crazy. I mean, he did call in. It, it it you know it was warranted. You can't call in. Whatever the case may be, it was a little aggressive. I think I I think I um I took it a little bit. Too, I think I handled myself really exceptional on 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 the no jumper show. Well, but let's clear not, up the not, order not, of not operations. The, yes, here. but not on the community. I, I think I took it a little bit right. uh too far. Let's talk about it. So uh, we get to the end of at the end of the day, and he calls in, and you guys start going back and forth, and it's an argument. But it's not like that crazy. But then in the corner of the room, there's a, a, a large Wario looking individual. Some would call him the punstigator. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I believe that he starts chanting right away pull up, pull up, pull up. Now, we could talk about everything else about how this was handled. To me, when you have two hosts, they get in an argument. I feel like that is maybe not the energy that we should be like rushing towards. You know, I think that trying to de-escalate probably makes a lot more sense. And when I heard that, because I could hear him in the background, I was like, "Puns getting spicy." You gotta, you gotta look at it right where where we come from. And T. Rail can, he'll he'll agree. Almighty already admitted that like his call was he was on some fighting shit. That is true. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he felt like T. Rail was playing with him. He, he felt like he was a hater at the time. Like he just felt like the energy T Rail was giving off. Like he didn't want to say, I'm gonna fight you on camera. But you know, pun is saying pull up is like nigga, cause where we come from, nigga, if you gonna talk like that, pull up. Yeah, niggas get y'all issue. We go right back to schedule programming and shit. And you know, once the cameras was off, another conversation, phone conversation happened, and it got a little more spicier in this room. You oh, and this feel? is before the community. This, this is before is, the blast show. This is before the blast show. Mm. So it it went it went to I'm nigga I'm about to pull up to no jumper right now you feel me so mm. yeah we was going to facilitate it and you know make sure everything was taken care of the right way okay and just yeah. to be continued are you looking for beats from hit making <laughs> producers well there's a new player in town Beatopia <laughs> is the first subscription of its kind for rappers and singers it's basically like Netflix for beats while other beat platforms charge you anywhere from 20 to 40 dollars for just the mp3 and a limited number of streams Beatopia offers you five downloads for just 15 dollars per month with that you get the wave you get the stems and you get the full rights so you can get unlimited streams on Spotify YouTube and SoundCloud producer credits include Kalani, Gunna, Wizkid, Polo G, Ty Dolla Sign, and many more. Click the link in the description below and use the code NOJUMPER, all one word, at checkout for an exclusive $1 subscription for your first month. Click that link in the description below. Thank you, Btopia. Yeah. Now back to the fuck shit. No, okay. no, no, back to it though. Like, and it's it's kind of like um a while back when I said when you call a certain person a bitch. And it's like where we come from, when you call somebody him? No, they don't talk about you. 
Somebody yeah, but, else. But I called him a bitch, right? You did too, but that's your homeboy. Oh, okay. Somebody else you called a bitch, and I'm like, Adam, like, I'm with you 100%, but when you call somebody a bitch, it's fighting words. You feel mm -hmm. me? So, you know, T-Rail looking at it like, we on a show, it's what, 13, 14,000 people calling? I mean, watching us, and you calling like you want the smoke. It's like, mm. you trying to punk me on live. Like, you know what I mean? And he, how does he respond to that? Like, but he, I, he's from the streets. He going to respond the way that he would respond to anybody else. He got mad at Josh. He come up in here, fuck you, where's my limo? At least that wasn't on camera, though. I mean, it got discussed <laughs> on camera ad nauseum, but at least it wasn't on camera to start. But, okay, how drunk were you by the end of that, at the end of the day? Because everybody sees you with the bottle of champagne. It's spilling everywhere. For me, I think of you as having the same alcohol tolerance as like a skeleton or maybe a, a scarecrow out in a field. Like I, I just picture you getting really drunk really easily. That nigga had one drink the whole night. I was pouring up a little champagne and then I had some tequila, but I was not drunk. But look, oh, he was out. mixing and matching. If you go, okay. So if you go to the first five or ten shows to at the end of the day, uh -huh. me and AD drunk a whole bottle of tequila. Hmm. Every show, five shows in a, in a row. Every show, and matter of fact, we drunk, we drunk until he quit drinking alcohol. Shout out to everybody who watched those <laughs> shows because probably a lot of them were kind of incoherent. He, no, like, it was. I was very normal. He I, knows how to handle. Very himself. normal human being, but the alcohol did not play a part. But I was kind of, I was feeling myself, and I'm gonna tell y'all why I was feeling myself. Like when I drink alcohol, I'm feeling myself like that is because I'm in pain. 24 hours a day. These two mm -hmm. fingers right here, they hurt me excruciating pain. You know that pain when your foot falls asleep? That's how I feel all fucking day. Damn, I so when I drink, I so when it. I drink alcohol, it kind of eases the pain. And when it eases the pain, I ease back into the real comfortable T-Rail that like motherfuckers used to know. Basically you know a bully. Not like that too, but I, I just start, you know, I feeling myself. I just start, you know, whatever happens, happen. I start talking shit, but if I'm calm sitting here, I'm calm because I don't want to like let the pain bother me and shit like that. So alcohol mm. kind of like eases the pain for me and I'm good, but I definitely wasn't drunk. You know what I'm saying? After that phone call, I put that drink down and I was ready for war. Mm -hmm. Ooh. I didn't. 100%. I didn't know, and so we left to the blast concert. I didn't have a drink because that was every. That was the only thing on my mind. And then we got back to the, the community. I still didn't have anything, but you know, we had a prior conversation, and I'm like, okay, things was, are gonna calm was, down. It was, it was smoke, though. Yeah, it was smoke, but I'm like, things are gonna calm down. And then I heard it in his voice, like, okay. Calm, shit is calm. Why are you choosing you know to protect the men who got you drunk and took advantage oh of you? Oh my god! I mean, these abusers, <laughs> these community, bro. They did not abusers. do me like. I mean, it's our first, abusers. <laughs> it's our first that's show. A, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> it's our first show. I mean, our first, our hundredth show. show. We had true, some yeah. champagne. It was, we was having in here having fun. The energy was high. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't drunk. I definitely was definitely in my right mind. I mean, to for me to act like that, I mean, that's just not normal behavior like i'm just not Nigga, normal that like, is t-rail's normal behavior when he's mad <laughs> yeah like i'm not a normal motherfucker and, and i and, and and granted i am a gemini like i have two people on my shoulder i'm not even kidding you like it's really like and, it's crazy i'm not even i did it to josh i did, did it. it to josh i'm sober and and people don't understand this is not the first time you went to community and did the same exact thing I sober. Did you do it to the other side? Somebody else. He said some shit that. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to say his name, yeah, but I, I did it. I did it nah, too. But, you know what I'm saying? But the whole the whole thing was like, even when at the end of the day was over, the energy was like, 
it was bad energy where it was like we couldn't talk nobody down. You know what I mean? And even we went to the blast show, nigga, we had such a good time. And mind you, like, let's be real, uh, a champagne and tequila, whatever the fuck it is, that's not going to get you drunk at four to five hours later and you coming back to a show. You know what I'm saying? Like, what with him? Nigga, if you take a shot of anything right now, it's not going to last four to five hours unless you continue. Now, if he was drinking at the Blast concert, then it'd be like, all right, cool, because everybody else is drinking at the Blast concert except him. He was having a good-ass time. You sure you didn't slip him the Crip juice? Oh, he no, didn't have man. nothing. I even had some red wine. You know what Woo! I'm saying? I had a little... I was I was celebrating. I'm not blaming that, that on alcohol. I'm blaming it on just me. Just being Rage. a Gemini. Being yeah. a hooter. I'm just being <laughs> bullshit. And I, and I definitely took it too far. Man, my bad. Almighty cud. I, I definitely, you know, I, I don't think I was like but both of y'all, super wrong for being mad, but I definitely took but it. But see, too far, but see, cause. you gotta look at it from two sides where it's like, all right, you call me, you are you upset at what I'm saying, you call me live. Everybody, uh, once again, they're gonna make a narrative. T Rail getting a punk, he got punked on live, and it's like, damn, like you feel me? Mm. People gonna run with that shit. It is what it is. So he's sticking up for himself. We get off the camera, it's still not getting better, and one thing that I told Almighty, I said, bro, it's other people that's getting involved in this shit now. You feel me? <laughs> like, it's going to create a situation that's bigger than just you and T-Rail fighting. And that's where it was getting to. Am I lying, T-Rail? Hell no. Okay. But look, <laughs> and look too, with my, you know, granted, my arm fucked up. I'm, I'm handicapped. So I gotta, I think I gotta speak louder and I gotta talk louder because mm. that's my defense mechanism. You feel me? And you know when I I told Almighty this when you when you when I was speaking to him on 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 a community I said you know what this motherfucker he he got me on the screaming match too I was like I can't get this nigga because you regretted it pretty soon after you hit me up at like eleven like, yeah I was Man, like and I fucked up yeah I was like when you see this shit it's gonna look crazy and I was like you know what I'm like fuck this nigga so we laughed about it you know what I'm saying and I'm like that shit is how crazy. many times have you done this. A lot of times, I'm telling you. That's even why we my, love him, I'm though. telling you. But That's even part of why we like him. Even my mother was like, bro, like, you gotta stop, bro. Like, what the fuck? Still, to this day, my nigga. All my homeboys like, that are Gemini's, bro. they act just like that. It's They cool as hell, but when they feel disrespected, it's just, yeah! it's, it's over. I, I got to say, though, that A... I like the Monday show. I, I like the the cohesion. It's coming together. I think Gina has gotten a lot better. I think Flacco's better. I, I like the Flacco and, and suspect vibe is almost starting to turn into a little bit of like a mini autistic everyday struggle of sorts. Um, and I, I like the way that uh, Almighty like handled it in general because I feel like he didn't seem committed to like escalating shit. He seemed like he realizes that the shit with no jumper is a dope opportunity. He sees the potential. He realizes. Please let and, me, please let me he stop. Didn't, he didn't want to take it to a place that it didn't have ask, to go. Please let me stop. Ask him where he got that from. Yeah, hold on. Oh, my. Look. No. I'm going <laughs> to let you. You gave him that chat? Oh, look. Hold ask on. Him. Sandusky over We're here. We're not going to put that on Almighty. Almighty wanted the motherfucking smoke. Ah, well, now no. I know. <laughs> he, oh, listen. Look, hey, I was going to say that. Almighty, Almighty was not taking no for an answer. He said, fuck T Rail. I want to. Nigga, I'm not going to be able to see him. I take without, it back then. He is a yes. hot headed asshole. He was <laughs> high smoke. Head. And I ain't going to lie. I got a lot more. I, I got 100% respect for Almighty because. He was not letting down. And no. that's what I said. It was getting 
it, it started getting street stuff started getting involved. That's what I'm gonna say. Ah. And I got on the phone with Almighty, and I basically talked to this nigga for like three to four hours. So Batman came back. Yeah, Batman came out of retirement. <laughs> and I just told you you're actually the Joker. <laughs> yeah, Batman, Batman came back. Batman and came the day. out of retirement, and I said, "Hey, listen, bro, like." What you got going at no jump for one, and, and I'm gonna be hundred percent transparent. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing. Almighty has a lot of other situations right now that are brewing where I'm like, bro, you don't want to have to sit there like it's not about being no bitch. Like you don't want to have to punch this, fight this person, fight this person, and have all these enemies when you just got blessed with a great opportunity to be on this platform. Like you have a voice now. Now the people that didn't like you before you was on no jumper, nigga. They should be more afraid of anything because now you get to speak on whatever you want to speak on. You get to talk. You get to do all this shit now. And it's like fighting T-Rail is not worth doing and having all these extra enemies. Because if somebody fights T-Rail, I'm going to keep it real. He has a lot of niggas that love him. It's a lot of niggas he's taking care of. So regardless if he say, I don't want nobody involved or not, they going to get involved. Right. But okay, with the suspect, if we're going to do the everyday struggle comparison... Joe Budden came in on that, and obviously there are worlds of difference between Joe Budden and, and Suspect, both in terms of life experience and fame level and everything. But Joe Budden came into that situation talking hella reckless about Eminem and Yachty, and we all remember all these situations where Joe was basically just jumping out the window and just mm -hmm. wilding out, and he figured it out within a couple weeks or a month or some shit that he wasn't really going to last in the media world if he just came on air and made enemies with everybody right away. I wonder to what extent we might see some kind of change. Because, I mean, we've seen that change with Flacco, where Flacco's a little bit less confrontational. He's way better. Suspect, all of a sudden, he gets on camera. He might feel a certain way about, like, the Swifty situation. I wonder if he might have moderated the way he talked about it in the future, given that I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but it seems like some people at least are unhappy about that. Well, he's new. Yeah. And I love that, like you said, the, 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 that they were talking about togetherness in the beginning of the episode because I had no fucking idea. I'm all about togetherness, and I, and I love the platform, and I love everybody here. I want everybody to to do good. I didn't have to come in here and do I could have did my interview, and I could have shook. I didn't have to come in here and say, hey, y'all interview over? Fuck. Hey, get y'all asses up. Let's go put this, you know what I'm saying, clip in. We got to speak about it so we so people can see it. Publicly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so people can see it. Y'all can get that view, you know what I'm saying? And the comments can be, you know, you know, Bruce, like, it, it can build up. So I'm like, you know, I, I'm all about togetherness and I'm all about this platform and I'm all about, like, nigga, this is what we need to do together. So, yeah, And we know I when you em. get mad, you're going to say somebody, fuck them. Um, I'm definitely learning. <laughs> I might need to go to therapy. <laughs> Uh, Riley, Riley over there laughing too. Just, the day I say fuck Riley, I've completely hey, lost hey, my mind. It was, okay? it was crazy too because when it, when after the show happened, Riley and Yuri they had a big ass smile. They was coming. In. I was like, y'all might want to leave right now. It's about to get messy around here. <laughs> Don't let, if, listen. If tent talks become casualties of this war. Oh my goodness, dog. No, nah, you know what we was gonna do. We must protect them. We was gonna have this fucking. Well, not probably in here. But we was gonna make sure everything was done, and then, hey, Monday show come up, Wednesday show, it's done. Everybody, but like I said, I got a lot of respect for Almighty because that nigga was not—he didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. hello, nigga, wild man. Respect. And uh, <laughs> while we're at it, 
As the Bulls and Rams prepare to kick off the NFL regular season, now is time to, pre to prepare for the winning season at MyBookie. Whether you're a veteran, better, or a first-timer, MyBookie gets you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus. It's quick and easy. A $250 deposit puts $500 in your account, and you can use the funds to bet instantly on so many games, contests, and props as you want. To claim your bonus, register today and use the promo code NOJUMPER, all one word, designed to add more excitement to the games and sports you love. Bet on teams with totals, predict the Super Bowl winner, or use the MyBookie prop builder and secure the bag. Your winning season begins today exclusively at MyBookie. Yes, sir. Gang, bet, gang. Bet on me. You can bet on me. <laughs> What'd you guys do this weekend? I went to Santa Barbara with the kid and the girl for uh, a couple days there. Uh, I did nothing. <laughs> Matter of fact, no, it was my baby's birthday. Sorry, was, she turned one. Zuri, she turned one. Happy birthday, baby. Bless Saw that. Um, yeah, we did that. And then the next day, I think Labor Day, we actually did nothing. We stayed in the house all day. And then I got heat from my uh, daughter, uh, Zoe. She was like, bruh, I'm not trying to look at you niggas clean up all day. Let's get up. Let's get up and get out. But we didn't do shit. She was mad at me all day. So I had mad <laughs> kids in the house. Wow. But I relaxed kind of, you know? Yeah, I was um, I was with my family, had the kids. Uh, bro, it was funny. I invited China Mac over to my family barbecue. Look at that. We all are old men <laughs> doing family shit on the weekend. Yeah, no was, drug stories, no drunk stories, just hanging out with the kids. It was funny. Like, my mama give China Mac a side. I said, Mama, this the God fart. She's like, hmm. Damn. Nah. But he came, he came over. He was, he had barbecue, played dominoes with everybody, met everybody. Really? You know what I'm saying? Met the kid. Yeah, that was, man, that's my guy, man. I got nothing but love for China Mac. The solid nigga right there, man. TFTI. How does Santa Barbara and why Santa Barbara? Big. Go ahead. <laughs> I wasn't, I'm just saying. China Mac gets invited to the family party. Me and T Ralph, Flacco, house phone. We're all sitting on our asses at home. Lonely. Well, you are always welcome to come. I mean, he's extorting okay. China Mac. Oh my God. <laughs> By making him come to his family party. <laughs> they go new narrative. This is how Here I choose to control you. Yeah, I make you hang out with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> You're Here close to my family. You know where I live. Hey, and for the record, house phone going through some shit. That's why he's not here today. So uh, big prayers out the, the house phone. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I went to Santa Barbara because Lena like looked at the, the temperatures for LA like three, four days before the weekend hit, and she was just like it's Memorial Day weekend. Everybody's going to be doing shit. Everybody's going to be out of town. Let's just go to a different place so we can at least be doing something different. Because it's like, there's something, like, normally I like hanging out around my house and, like, going in the pool, chilling, let the kid run around in the sprinkler, take the dog for a walk, whatever. When it's 120 degrees outside, all those things seem a lot less pleasant. Miserable. Mm -hmm. Pretty miserable. So you end up in a situation where you're basically, like, sitting in the living room or maybe going out in the pool and it's like insanely hot out there. So it's we, we took out to Santa Barbara. At one point while I was out there, I actually looked up the uh, newspaper article about when Sad Boy Loco caught his attempted murder case over there because he's from there and we just interviewed him. And I actually saw that I, I, it wasn't that far away from me. I could have gone to the corner store and actually saw where this took place. I chose not to do the Did you find scene. the actual newspaper? Or this is like online. Oh, I found yeah, I Googled it. No, I found the newspaper. <laughs> I went to the library. <laughs> yeah. 
That's crazy. Hey, bro. Santa Barbara Times. I would like to get uh, your issue from Santa Barbara. Is fly as fuck. Though. I could have went to like... the actual store. The sad boy loco actually committed <laughs> his attempted murder. Oh my god, I could have went there, but I did not. Somebody got shot with a BB gun. That's all I'm saying. Bro, you are wild. It happens you, every day. You probably would. You, you just looked like, it up. Yeah, let's go to Santa Barbara. Let's drink coffee there. Let me say that the part of Santa Barbara we were hanging out in, it didn't seem like it was very likely that gangster shit would be popping up. I don't know where that's taking place. I'm sure it's it's taking place. I don't know where. Was it still 100 degrees? It was insanely hot there as well. It was like oh 117 this weekend. Mm. It was stupid. I met a lot of fans out there as well, so that was pretty cool. My AC was on and still said 80. Damn, for real? I ain't even lying to you. you. Gotta keep that 66 on, man. My AC broke a couple times over the last couple weeks, and I'll just be out for like a, a day and a half. All the, I gotta go to sleep. It's like fucking 85 degrees. I'm just trying not to move. This the worst time for that. <laughs> and then get this. So it's like eight o'clock in the morning, right? And the fucking guy shows up to, to fix the AC. And I'm in the gym in the garage, sweating my ass off, looking like shit. And this guy walks in and he just looks at me, jaw drops, and he goes, it is you. And he's just like, di- di- didn't even know my name, but he like recognized me from something. I don't know. And so he started yeah. freaking out and he goes into the house, fixes the AC. And then he asks Lena for a photo eight in the morning, no makeup, sweats, whatever. He gets a fucking photo in the crib with Lena. I don't know who took it. Maybe he got a selfie. Yeah, I don't he know. Like, you don't, you don't, you don't come back. Did he did it for free? He can come back if he did it for free. Hell no, he didn't do it for free. And then, he comes out and asks me for a photo, but I'm I'm in the middle of working out. I just go, nah. I don't know if I hurt his feelings or not, but I've, I've been thinking about it ever since. Nah, you didn't hurt his feelings, but I definitely would ask for a discount. I ain't taking a, I would not ever think to do that, but I'm not taking a fucking photo while I'm mid-workout, eight in the morning, sweating my dick off. Let me ask you, 80 degree weather at night, no AC broken, are you still having sex? It's a lot less appealing, but I would try to get it in. They're gonna die in that motherfucker. Be super fucking sweaty. That's when you get a heart attack. You gonna yeah. fucking die in that motherfucker. Like it's eighty degrees. That's a hundred because you pumping so hard. I'm sorry. I don't want to fucking. Listen, if the AC up. is pumping Bro. properly, I might have a good half hour for you, Lena. The plug. But if it's eighty five degrees, the AC ain't working. We probably gonna Three be tapping out about. Six minutes. Man, I'm going to tell you, Heather ran across Leonard the Plug on, on Twitter, and it wasn't a cool site. <laughs> she didn't like the porn stuff? I, I, Did you see Adam? Oh, I no, said, you saw my butt? You, but it just was Lena's face. This picture of her face, just her. With and you cum kinda, on it. Oh! You didn't realize that was cum? <laughs> Bro. We don't want. I, I said, I've been over. I said. It. Twi- I said, get off Twitter. You don't want it. We don't want to picture her and that. We don't. I don't check know out Lena the Plug's OnlyFans. But anyway, she took a couple <laughs> photos with with my jizz on her face. And oh my god! You can see me bent over in the back, so you get a real good look at my ass, bro. Uh, what's wrong with y'all, bro? I saw a clip on Twitter the other day that somebody like captured, and it's it's me on the fucking white couch. And it's it's when we filmed like the first four episodes of Plug Talk or some shit. We didn't film it in the current studio. We filmed it at the old office or whatever. And it's me and a beautiful African American woman. But Lena, you say it, a beautiful. But, but, but Lena's not in the shot, so it just looks like me banging this woman in the fucking office on the white couch. And Lena's not in the shot. It looks mad scandalous because it doesn't look like it's from Plug Talk, but it is. I almost sent it to you guys, but now I'm like, no, nah, they're mad sensitive about seeing me fuck though. So. Yeah, don't send it. 
<laughs> Shout out to Anna Fox though. We gotta stay off Twitter. Homie. Go watch Anna Fox on Plug Talk. I'm not getting on Twitter no more. Do you bro. like? Do you like get a like upset that you can't like share that shit with us like that? Or would we just be like weirded out about it? Mm. A little bit. I got. I need different friends for different stuff. You, you like know? just like a porn group. I need chat? porno porno friends. You yeah. can actually. That's actually Flacco. crazy. I don't have like a porno friend group chat. Blocko. I'm asking all the porno men in the world, consider inviting me to your group chat. Blocko literally said that, well, I don't know if you, you, don't did you announce? That. Don't okay, that. yeah. I ain't gonna, yeah, I ain't gonna mess up the, the product. Oh my God, <laughs> man. I, That's I can't gonna talk be, about it. It's gonna be hard to keep a lid on that because it's so exciting. I know, it's not gonna be hard to keep a lid You're gonna be the me. first one to get one. <laughs> he said it's so exciting. <laughs> it's not exciting. No, it's not exciting. It's not exciting at all. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I just can't. It's a tick. It's a tick. I've never said this song before. No, it's a new tick. Oh, yeah. A, oh, right. I'm down to stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as long as we're here, we got some big news. What's happening? Quando Rondo has renounced mm. his neighborhood crip status. <laughs> you could just do that? You can just be like, I'm out. This was fun, but I I'm mean, done. Yeah. I'm, you can, but the technical way to do it is, you know, go get put off. But but is, is he's not even like from here, so is that even a thing? Like, I don't know how Atlanta politics are with neither. that. He can do what the fuck he, he wants to do. But he's from Louisiana. Oh, yeah, whatever. Right? He's not from Atlanta. No, he's from Atlanta. Is he? Originally? Yeah. Oh, shit, never mind. My bad. Yeah, he can do whatever. He can he can stop doing whatever the fuck he wants. Well, you want him to stop. You're like, get out of town. <laughs> Go stop. back to your side of the country, stop buddy. doing that shit anyway, it's, man. It's, it's, why do you think he did that? I know why. Why? Why? Well, why? okay. I mean, in this situation, right? Like, you're, yeah. if you're in a gang and that shit happens to you where you get sprayed up in the middle of West Hollywood, you're expecting the gang to be very, very concerned about this, right? Okay. I would assume that... Probably people were not that enthusiastic. He, he feels because the gang that he's affiliated himself with, he probably looking at it like we're all one together and he's been having these real close calls. This is what his second public close call that, you know, could have went another way. And he probably feels that he don't have no backup or support from the gang that he affiliated himself with. So he's like, fuck it. If I'm on my own, I might as well stop banging this shit and be on my own if people don't give a fuck about me anyway. That's how he's looking at it. In the gang's defense, did you call me? Do you do, like, do we have some type of rapport going well, on? Well, you don't like, wait. Probably not, right? You don't wait till <laughs> yeah, problems like, happen to call. I yeah, mean, you like, should be calling before that you even get and into And that anything. was the whole thing that Big U said back in the day is like, I'm just now hearing from you. You know, you weren't like really giving a fuck about being super close with me or the gang itself until, until you needed happened. some help. So, I mean, you could take it from that. I mean, have you ever seen a photo of Quan Rano hanging out with a bunch of 60s in LA? Maybe mm -hmm. maybe it exists. I'm not saying like, it doesn't well, exist, yeah, it but exists. I don't remember ever seeing it, right? I, I think I, I I think he's done that before, but okay, still yeah. like the call and like you, why are they not with you? While you're out here, like you have a lot of shit going on, so they ask you have to call on the gang that you're from, even though you're out of town. You have to have them with you. You have to be fucking with them. You gotta have that rapport going on. You can't like just be running around here. Mm -hmm. It's too much shit going on, especially in Los Angeles. It's nice. It's palm trees. You might hit a block. It's rich, but these niggas is lurking. Are they and, everywhere, and bro? All the out of town niggas that is from gangs from here, mm. they come out here and they fuck with the niggas that's out here. Right, but and that's the thing though too is that we hear about gangs on the other side of the country all the time that have the same name as gangs out here, mm -hmm. and we never assume that they have too much 
overlap. Maybe in some sense they do, or maybe 40 years ago, the people in Memphis were selling crack for a gang in LA or whatever, but we, we assume that they're not terribly connected at this point in time, right? Unless so I mean- you come do that, you'll just do. Like a lot yeah. of artists, they come out here, they come fuck with the hood, they come to hood day, mm. they do all type of shit. And then people will be like, all right, we got his back. But like, you know, like you said, you can't wait until you got a real life situation. Like you ain't, this whole time you didn't, you making money, you doing your thing, you don't want to come fuck with us. And now you basically telling us you want us to crash out. Hoover like, niggas is connected. Yep. Let, let me ask you this. Let's say that when we started working together, that at some point I had made it clear to you, yo, I'm not fucking around. I don't want to be a crib. What would you have said to me? You sound stupid. As I, and I'm saying it hypothetically because I would never do this, but I'm just wondering. Wait, wait you said if, what you did? Yeah, like when we started hanging out, uh -huh. if I had said to you, I want to be a crip, what would have your actual advice have been to me? Like, Honestly, is it completely insane or do you think it's like, and I'm saying this again, hypothetically, because yeah. it's not something Hypo I consider. Hypothetically, when I first met you and I did that, I'd be like, I'm like, yeah, come on. And I'm telling the homies. He gonna have to do all type of shit for us. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. But what you so you would turn into a villain who wants the worst for me if we I had asked you for we that? We gonna extort you. But this is before I knew you. Now you're my friend. I'm uh -huh. like I look at you like a brother. So it's like no, that's the homie. You ain't even gotta be no crib. Like we got you. Right. But what if I what if I told you right now? Like listen, I know <laughs> this conversation on camera really ruins it. But if I, if I said, no like, jumper, Rico. listen, I want to be the only white boy podcaster in L.A. who's really flying that flag. I mean, right now as we speak. I'm not going to push you to no negativity, but the old me would definitely be like, come get oh, your foot on, Adam. come on! <laughs> Let's go! Just just know. What about Josh? You, you, this would be... Come Josh, on. come on. Josh, come on. <laughs> Let's do it! the guy behind the scenes. Come run this shit. Yeah. Are you ready? This motherfucker would be a uh, uh, Compton Crip jumper. You have signs all over Who's the Who's the no-jumper employee that you could most see being recruited into gang life? Flacco. Right, because he might be extorted. He might fuck up so bad. He been he saying, needs to be. when, <laughs> oh, he has talked about when it he lot, first yeah. got here. He was like, "I want to be from Pacquima Paru," and we were like, "Bro, do you even know what you're talking about?" Like, man, he probably would be like that little kid that was on on TV, but now he got all the gang tats on his face. What's that little young nigga name, man? He did TV. My nigga, um, bo a boy, boy. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I, yeah. I watched his Vlad interview. Right. That is crazy Thanks. for him for somebody to transition like that. Bro, I did. But if Flacco transitions like that, bro, he transitions to a woman and a gang member, that would be oh, very open minded. Shit. Shout out to Flacco, though, man. I, you, I, we went live, me, him, and Seti Nash and Sharp, and we was just chopping it up. King AK 47. Flacco done got a lot better, man. I, I, I see it. I'm going to salute him. You feel me? <laughs> you like that clip of him driving around, though? What clip of him driving around? You didn't see it? He got a lot better. Why? Well, you talking about when he was... Somebody filmed him on the highway. Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. He was like, AD, you, you follow the guy. He was shaking. I was like, bro, nigga didn't even do nothing to you. <laughs> I was like, if that's what's gonna make you, like, I've learn this LA shit, then, hey. I've been stuck in rush hour traffic and then went to check my IG messages a couple times and seen a little clip of me just driving. But he it's took kind of a it... a weird feeling. But before he even showed it to me, I thought, like, somebody tried to swing on him or something. He was like, AD, he was like... Look at this. You followed a guy. And I was like. You know what they should have put for the TikTok audio on it? What? They see me rolling. <laughs> they hate <Hey>, him. <laughs> it's Flacco and they're trying to catch me riding dirty. I think that was his first incident where he was like, oh, damn. Niggas damn, can really see, see me. me. They can see me. But they know me. He needs a Batmobile. Oh, everybody know him. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I got love for Flacco. But I would love to hear him describing why he joined the Pyrus. Like. 
in the same way that he describes like why he is in favor of abortion being fully legal <laughs> illegal I, sorry i love whack <laughs> that was good i love whack yeah we shouldn't make whack fun of his stutter we shouldn't do it whack i know but it's so easy it's See? so fun uh, this is know, where, it's like this is where the line gets drawn here. We don't know what to play with, what not to play with. No, because, all right, the other day I did a podcast oh, with this, fuck, this fuck, dude. Uh, call in on me. There's this guy, Destiny, right? He's like a YouTube streamer. He talks about politics and all kinds of big he ideas. He got banned, right? Uh, yes. Uh, he talk, he's very, he's, he's somewhat controversial, but he's a super smart guy. And we're having the conversation. And I'm going to be honest with you, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> You lost your train of thought. It was something it's about the fucking Flacco. energy drinks. It's <laughs> Sky Destiny. Finna make up some shit. I don't know. This nigga Josh holding his mic. He wanted to say something bad. I just forgot what I was Josh, say something. Hold that motherfucker Josh, like this. Josh loved that interview, though. <laughs> Josh had a good time with that one. Come on, bro. Yo, Destiny was dope. He turned his mic all the way up just to so say So how that. do you feel? He don't say nothing like a, he, on a Tuesday show. It sounds like such, I try not to cut in. It sounds like Wednesday such you dick did. riding that I just said that and then forgot what I was going to say. I was going to, You think all support is dick riding. You know you say that? Oh, I know. I say unless dick. Unless somebody says something nice about you. Now, you know what dick riding is? Is when you hear somebody talk about one of their friends and, and just talk about them in a way where it just seems insincere. Like, you're not just being his friend right now. You're dick riding. <laughs> And I just, I got to call it out. And I love just ending, like, just taking a conversation that's going around. Like, I do it at the house phone all the time where I just go, yeah, you do. dick riding. And boom, it, like, it's just like, oh, he, like, freezes like a deer in a headlight. Like, am I dick riding? Oh, my God. You're dick riding. If you have to ask yourself, you're dick riding. So do you, or do you dick ride when you feel like it's certain people Never. in the in media? You dick ride dread. <laughs> when you feel like it's Interview certain... Interview coming soon. <laughs> Look at him. Exactly. Eyes lit up. Exactly. People like, are like, baby, he got a thing on they, him. Who wants they, a co-host on that with me? Not I. You don't. Come no. on, bro. Biggest dick in the world. That's what the title's going to say. Oh. Dread on having the biggest dick in the Take world. Take Flacco. He likes that shit. Damn. That's not a bad idea. Do you call it dick riding when you interview people that you shouldn't be interviewing just because they have shit going on? No, that's cloud chasing. That's definitely oh, cloud chasing. So you a cloud chaser. <laughs> He's More. a cloud chaser. I'm open to it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I interviewed the Island Boys. Damn. Is that like a bad thing, though? Cloud I wasn't chasing? like dick riding. You like did it, fake Drake, It too. wasn't dick riding. It's not, you just like did was, the wave. it's not like I was hyping them up. But, I mean, is it cloud chasing? Yeah, I mean, of course. Right. So you don't have like no genuine interest in people. You're just doing it to clout. No, I always have a genuine interest, but I can have a genuine interest in a meme. Hmm. Me and Fly Soldier actually passed it up on on Instagram real quick. Like on the No Jumper account, he DM'd it and he was like, let's squash the beef. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I never look at the No Jumper Instagram, so I haven't looked at it in like a couple weeks. So I forgot to follow up on that. But I haven't banned on my main account. Unban him. So I, but I can't find his account to unban it. It's like hard to find an account once That's it's banned, That's how many people right? you got banned on there? Blocked? No, I just don't. I don't know. I, I probably would only have to think about it for a minute or two before I could he figure said, out no, how to No, I don't know. You got to clean that one you up. You think I'm scared of the Island Boys? Nah. I, I, was, nah. I watched some videos saying they broke up, but I think that they, they pulled it together. Ain't they twins? Yeah. That's why it would be such an epic breakup. If they break up, twins don't break up. Shit. Nah. It could happen. I, I don't see twins fighting. I know it is scary. That's insane, Do twins right? fight? Imagine a good twin beef in hip hop. Mary Kate and Ashley. Whoa. Twins dissing each other would be fire. Mary Kate and Ashley was beefing? 
I'm no. pretty sure they had a fight before. Well, nah, not they publicly. They're always not cool. publicly, but I'm saying, come on, they 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 sisters. They probably didn't got down before. Nah. Yeah, a little cat you fight. You don't think so? Little cat fight. Hey, full house. If it was two of you, you definitely would fight your twin. Oh, constantly. You'd be, be squabbling with yourself. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, fuck oh, your mama. Nigga, show mama too, nigga. You ever punch yourself in the face? <laughs> it might not even be no fucking Gemini twins in the world. There's definitely Gemini There's twins in the world. There's a ton of Gemini twins in the world. Name one. My next door neighbor's growing up. Fuck out of here. You know your next door neighbor's astrological signs? Yeah. It's June, right? Dick right. But June what, though? <laughs> Like 10, 12, somewhere. Oh, okay. There. Damn, they that's real Gemini's that too. That's crazy. You really believe in astrological signs? Yeah. You to you, a certain extent, yes. See because you, of Gemini's. T Rel is very tapped in with his female side. Like when he comes into the office, fuck you. He, he'll stop by, he'll say hi to Josh real quick. Hey Kelvin, hey Bossa, real quick. But then he saddles up with the girls. He's sitting at the table with Gina and Laura and mm-hmm. Vashti. Mm-hmm. That's the only room I have. I have no room here. But it makes sense to me why you've had success running a female front to clothing store. You are like an animal ah. whisperer. You, you're the female whisperer. You kind of you, did you feel like you were good with girls prior to the whole Heather thing? Yeah, but you know what? The girls. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the girls actually run the show. Here? Vashti. They have Gina, some power. I don't know if I said they run the show. I mean, listen. Right, look what Riley's Riley, doing. Riley, Josh runs the Riley show. Is, no, 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 no. Hold Riley on, hold on, hold on, Josh. hold on, hold on. Riley Josh, is Josh. Josh does his thing, but it's been said many times that this motherfucker. Cannot run smoothly if Riley wasn't helping behind if the scenes. If Riley well. is not, if Josh, she's gonna get kidnapped at this rate. Li- Riley needs an assistant. <laughs> I rely on Riley heavily to make sure the operation is smooth. Why does Riley need an assistant? Josh needs another Riley. Not Josh. Riley is Josh's assistant. Riley needs an assistant. No, for he her. needs two Rileys, if anything. Bro, sure. when he leaves, she becomes Josh. But on, when I think about like Riley, that that makes me really feel like No Jumper is a serious business because I'm gonna be real with you, I have no idea what Riley's doing. So I could never get mad at her for her not doing her job well. Besides one, I thing. know what she do oh, now. I can think of one thing that I that you God. both share some no, guilt for. I know, but. I know what she do now, boy. Like when I first met her, I was like, I don't know what Yuri does. I don't know what Riley does. Really know what you know. I don't know what Yuri didn't know what he was doing. Either. <laughs> I didn't know what no. You guys have a small idea what Riley does. Well, I see what she do now. I guess she I can do. run all this well, shit. Well, I'm in the cubicle. I know what's going on. You're not even in the cubicle. Well, yes, I was just with <laughs> her today. Well, I was saying we should put up a Sorella sign right here. Have a little Sorella pop no, up in the No Jumper office. Put Swish. Why not? Put Swish. No, it's a Sorella, but Swish has a little... Yeah, I got a little ass corner. I ain't gonna lie, a cubby. A cubby. <laughs> yeah. He knows what he's doing. He got some thick ass mannequins over there. Really? I was like, damn. You can get thick mannequins. He got thick ass mannequins. You'll they got BBLs. You'll probably start fucking the mannequin. I would definitely cop a feel. <laughs> would you judge me if I had a sex doll? No. Hmm. Like of what? A woman. You a cop a feel on a mannequin? No, a pot, pot belly pig. I mean, hey, there's, you know. You see that, you that pig that uh, the girl killed in uh, Game of Thrones last night? Fire. Like that. I got a sex doll, but it's a big fat pig. Hey, <laughs> hey, that show was uh, amazing. I'm back in. Oh, I'm having fun with it. Yeah. Did you like when he ate the shit? Yes. See, I I wasn't looking at the screen. I thought he just smelled it. I was like, did he eat it? No, nah, he tasted it. He tasted it. Oh my god! What so, the fuck y'all because he was looking for a heart. It's like a a deer. So he tasted it. A stag. No, did but it was a heart too. Did, I, did y'all like the pacing where it's like every episode like a year or two later? It's yeah, crazy. It's fun. Yeah. When are they going to get really old? Is that coming up? It's going to be this season. 
I heard that all the actors that they currently have are only on the show for a couple more episodes, and yeah, then it's going to go so far into the future that they're going to have to get different actors to play them. Yeah. We already got the actors, though. Thrilling. Yeah. That's sad that I don't even get to watch TV at my house. It's just too much going on. You got on. too many kids. It's just, I'm, I'm right now, currently, I'm looking at Coco Melon. Songs for Littles. <laughs> I mean, if you, <laughs> you want to know about that, go ahead. What time? But what time are your kids all asleep by? Bruh, 11, 12. That damn. What time yes. do they wake up? Do you just Six. let them stay up all night? 6.30 in the morning. They sleep They, they sleep that little? They sleep like seven hours? The fucking young one is supposed to sleep like 12 well, hours a day, right? Fries well, they fries all day. Right, that's what I'm saying. When we <laughs> wake them up at 6.30, 7, they have to go to school. Yep. And then my baby, she's up 6.30 in the morning no matter what. But she still goes to sleep like 11 o'clock, 11.30. What the fuck? Really? Yes. Parker goes to bed at like 7.30 and then she wakes up at like 7, maybe 6.30. 12 six. hours? My son yeah. 10, but he wakes up like 7. Oh, hell no. But yeah. I'm, I don't sleep past 8 o'clock usually, so I'm up. Yeah, we up. Hmm. Yeah, we up. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like, I can go to bed at 4 and I'm gonna wake up at like 8. Ain't no way I can get my kids to bed at 7 o'clock. Ain't no damn way. Damn. I, I gotta be up at like 7 I probably go every day. I can't go to bed past 1. Maybe like twelve thirty, like PM. Yeah, to me, you wasting. I, I need seven hours. You like wasting six a, and a day half. if you I'm like sleep that a, long. I'm three a.m., two a.m., three a.m. Really? I go. To, I go to sleep. Once I the get them to bed, I got my relaxing time. So I got my yeah. Everything is peaceful. What do you and do? I, you know, I'm just chilling on my phone. You just on your phone? Yeah. <laughs> just playing Candy Crush or what? Or just, you know, looking at Instagram, TikTok, you know, looking at TikToks with Heather, you know, rolling over like, I oh, see that one. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'll be, I'll be doing that. Too. You get motivated to make a TikTok mi- middle of the night? Yep. Save these TikToks. We're going to do these bitches in the morning. Wow. What a yeah. beautiful thing you guys have going there. TikTok is very entertaining. It is. But it's, it's different for me because me going through YouTube is like me scrolling through... Or, or scrolling through my subscriptions, scrolling through the main feed, I'll find a bunch of videos. They're all like at least like 10 minutes. Some of them like a half hour, an hour, podcast, whatever. I save them to my watch later. And then I just check them out. You know, I get in the car, I got to drive for 30 minutes. I watch the fucking podcast for 30 minutes, whatever. So it's like a very, I'm very like thinking about what I'm going to watch on YouTube. It's not that often that I just get distracted and I start watching some random things. I like save shit and then I go through it all like at night or whatever. But with TikTok, it's just like, oh, here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Girl with a fake ass. Some guy rescuing a fucking baby from a fire, like fucking, you know, a fight. Like it always suggests the Figueroa pages to me now. Like it's got like really good quality footage of fucking prostitutes walking around. You know I'm following no, that shit. YouTube, they're that fucking. It's crazy. The algorithm is so crazy. That's why I, had, I like. I told my daughter like, we got to make your own account because I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see fucking Roblox when I wake up in the morning and looking at my YouTube. She's 1090 up your Jake, algorithm. 1090 Jake Roblox. <laughs> uh, hoof, hoof, yeah. hoof, uh, trimming. Ro- this is crazy. Mine's man. like hood gossip. Look at you. And then it's like. Sesame Street, and then it's poker, <laughs> and that's it. Do you ever use the guess one, though? Nah. That's the one you got to use for the kids. Nah, I need my watch history. I need my algorithm. Because when you go on an account that you haven't used in a long time, you realize that the fucking videos that they recommend to you mm-hmm. are so Old as fuck. whack in comparison. They show you tons of shit you already seen, and they show you tons of shit you'd never want to watch. So I actually am really thankful for having watched YouTube videos for like 10 years on the same account because that algorithm knows me. Do you download your shit like, and listen to it later? When I'm going on a plane, or sometimes I download it just to like walk in my neighborhood 
neighborhood and do cardio because I have a fucking part I walk through where there's no service. So I, sometimes I want to have it downloaded. Damn, before this, I haven't looked at YouTube like this much in my life. Yeah. Ever. Before I got on this shit, I'm like, I never looked at that shit. Now I just find myself on this shit. And then I just find myself down dumbass rabbit holes. Like, mm-hmm. Now I'm looking at turtles. You feel me? Like, fucking, <laughs> like, <laughs> coming from sea and shit. Like, looking at fucking, trying to, how the fuck do they push dead whales? Like, or whales that come on the shore? Like, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching but, now? But like, bro. Do you guys know about one and a quarter or one and a half? What is that? I speed my shit up when I watch it now. Oh, you talking about the speed? I speed yeah. up. If I'm watching a podcast, I'm watching that I shit on one and a quarter or one and a half. If I'm even what? if I'm watching one of your interviews, I feel like they take away from it. Yeah, it's it's very up in the air because okay, there's some people I watch who talk really fast, and so I don't want to hear them sped up because then it's too fast. But then I have to listen to some people who talk really slow, and those ones. I put that shit on one and a half because it's like they're thinking very carefully before they say the shit that they're thinking about saying. And it's like, I just don't need to be listening to it at the same speed as you. But then also like, all right, if I was going to listen to a podcast about fucking Shakespeare or complex mathematics or outer space, some shit that I don't know anything about, I would definitely probably not want to speed it up. But if I'm listening to fucking, if I'm listening to like the Monday, I was listening to Monday show earlier. I put on one and a quarter. Flacco. I'm sorry. I could speed you up. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. You know, it's definitely a great like being able to listen to an hour long podcast in 45 minutes. Wow, I I like cheat code right there, man. I like listening to the pods while I'm driving. Yeah, me too. Like I just yeah, I do. It it get me here fast. I'm like 45 minutes easy. Like I heard a game shit. Like shit. It's such a weird feeling when I like have mad shit that I want to listen to that's not related to the podcast at all. And then it's also like one of those weeks where it's like, I have to listen to the Monday show. I have to listen at the end of the day. I want to hear what you don't fucking... listen to our shit. Yes, I do. Or I at least go through the timestamps. Yes, like you go through the timestamps. Yeah, I'm not listening to y'all shit. I'm not listening, <laughs> I'm not listening you know, to that You shit. watch every Tuesday show. I always How assume he's sitting at home watching. That's he why does I, watch every I always think show. he's going to text me and he be pissed. Did. He, he did. watches every show to see if he gets mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I watch the show. Monday show, not too much. A little bit. I, I give him like at least 30, 40 minutes. And then I mm. get out of there. Mm. Tuesday, I'm watching you. Trying to see what y'all doing. Prepare for at the end of the day so I could be better than Tuesday show. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, shit. I'm watching film. I'm playing football here. Do you, know you watch the Thursday show? The Thursday show, uh, disconnected. I do not watch you niggas. I'm sorry Damn. because it's all the way. But I, sometimes I'll get in there and get y'all 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Then I'll come back. I'll watch stuff like you know, it's sporadically with the uh, Thursdays, but not live. I don't watch them. But I do have a lot of people in my family that are big house phone. Blasi fans, mm. Yuri fans, like people will rather watch Disconnected. No like, toke? That Disconnected is the sleep. Sorry, Toke. <laughs> <laughs> they're like for real. Like they're the the people that I know really love Disconnected. You guys ever watch Trailer Park Boys? I heard about that before. Julian from movie, Trailer right? Park Boys is Pot Lord with the Corona. He always got a Corona in his hand. It's mad funny. <laughs> It's crazy that y'all used to tell me about the Nelk Boys so much before I knew who they was. Right. And I'm like, damn, these are some of the biggest fucking YouTubers. But Steve will do his channel's gone, brother. I know. 
Is that what gnarly? the crazy. hell? How's his channel going? Like five million subs or some shit. Fucking with six nine. Huh? He posted like a link. To, <laughs> he posted like a URL to a gambling site, basically. They don't like that shit, huh? They're very on it. Which honestly, I kind of support it because I think a lot of the influencers promoting gambling is very predatory. But I don't know with Steve. I, I mean, that's just crazy that you could build something, have this whole life going, and they're just like, nope. So how you right feel about me. Andrew Tate? Them taking all his shit away. All the platforms. This is my thing about Andrew Tate. I still haven't heard what the fuck he said that's so bad. Like, I mean, I know he said a lot of like, I, I don't get into a lot of the like anti-woman stuff, the women are dumb type shit, basically. To me, it's just kind of boring and stupid. But I don't think that saying, you know, women are dumb or guys should be able to have multiple wives or whatever the fuck he was saying, to me, that like clearly does not rise to the level of needing to be taken off of fucking social media. So to me, I think this is probably one of the most extreme bans that we've seen in the sense that like I've seen Twitter ban people who are basically white supremacists and people who are basically like promoting violence and shit like that. Even the Trump thing, it's like, you know, they, they waited to, to ban Trump at the moment where the fucking capital was being seized. You know, they, they waited until the moment where it seemed the most justified. With Andrew Tate, I don't understand what the fuck he did. That was so bad. I got one more for I you. I still haven't seen it. I got one more for you. With Instagram deleting the Pornhub account. But I heard that that is just like they got basically hacked and that it will be oh, back. I heard. Okay. That's my, my story. Because I was going to say, like, how would you feel if they were like basically porn? Plug talk already gone. It's already gone. We had to make another one. Yeah. Wow. We're working on getting it back. Well, I'm, I mean, and like, we never, obviously, we never posted anything pornographic at all. We didn't have any warnings. It's just too easy to fucking game the system, you know. At that point, it's just a bunch of people just like, uh, you know, saying fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, sending in that message to Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, people play dirty games. Up, a lot of people dog. just hate porn in general. I and think. some people that's fucked up. Some people pay to have people's pages taken down. It's a dirty game out here. That's a fact. Yeah. I hear all about it from time to time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> you would you do, do it? You do it? To who? Yeah, Fa I'm going to do it. Fashionova for taking away from your sales at Sorella? Yeah, fuck Fashionova. <laughs> Shout out, suspect. We, we got a text from him. What do you say? Just thanking us for the conversation that we had. Shout out to Almighty Suspect. Uh, I wanted to have a conversation with you guys about my friend, somebody I like a lot, Ari Spears, and mm. uh, Tiffany Haddish, who obviously is a big favorite of many people in the culture bro did you okay uh did you see the unfolding of what happened today what happened today you didn't see so the, oh, okay to set the scene basically there was a, a, a comedy skit filmed featuring i'm not sure who wrote it but tiffany haddish and ari spears were, were featured in it it has been uploaded to youtube many, many times and the basic gist of the comedy skit is that ari spears is a child molester and there's a kid and he's like he's like the kid's uncle basically and they actually have to cut out a lot of the skit so it's kind of hard to tell exactly what's happening but basically he's like bathing the kid and just doing yeah. a bunch of creepy shit and that's the joke that's the by the time the theme of the skit and okay and so but for the record they filmed this i believe in 2013 or 2014 they didn't upload it i'm not sure to what extent the kids or the mom of the kids raised objections about it at the time but i don't believe that it was uploaded for like four or five years and then at some point in 2018 it was uploaded to the funny or die site i'm not sure who uploaded it but 
Funny or Die released a statement saying that they had nothing to do with the production of this video and it was uploaded by, you know, a user or whatever. But then the mom is now, or actually the kids themselves, because I think one of them is 14 and the other one's 22, if I'm getting the ages right. But they are claiming that they have been traumatized uh, by being featured in these skits that were released online. And so what happened to that? Okay, well, before that, that video, by the time that I sent that shit in for y'all to watch, it was already taken down. Mm. That was one of the most disgusting videos that I didn't seen on YouTube. Like, it was no way, shape, or form funny. Like, that shit was, it was terrible. Like, the shit that they was making them, that little boy do. But but I will say yeah. that there I've seen other people bringing up as examples saying, well, look at this skit on SNL around the same time period that was like just as bad, where it's fully making jokes about child molestation mm -hmm. and everything. Obviously, it, I, I'm not trying to like extend a pass or whatever, because it seems like they didn't release it probably because they knew that this was like pretty over the line. But yeah, okay. Yeah, what happened today basically is Tiffany Haddish basically said that she's glad that this came out because she's been getting extorted by the mother of the child for oh. years and they have like pictures of her at like parties with Tiffany Haddish. So it's fucking crazy right now. Like this shit's wow. weird. Yeah. So like that's I'm like, damn. Yeah, because okay, the kids are saying that they're traumatized by being in this skit or whatever. Now I'm not I'm not doubting that there could be truth to that. That you know you could have been featured in one of these creepy skits. I mean just just being filmed in it definitely I could see being a weird experience for a kid. But regardless of if the kids are traumatized, I would say that this probably classifies as a shakedown. And especially when you throw the extortion thing in there as well. And also, I find it kind of convenient that this, this came out at the exact moment that Ari Spears was under fire for making these comments about Lizzo, yep. right? Boom! Man, got his ass. Man, Lizzo is, you know, she has a lot of people that loves her. You feel me? And when you're in the industry like that, people are pulling out those connections. I'm not saying that she did that, though, but, you know, we're we going to find a way to get you back. No they, response. They, they say, they say Lizzo, got Lizzo, no response. I got you. Because at this time, I think Ari Spears was pretty established already at this time, but I think Tiffany Haddish was, like, pretty new. Like, people didn't really know her that well, At right? the time, yeah. So... The because I think the narrative that Tiffany has just putting out there is basically that like this was her real friend, and the reason why her kids were even in the video was because Tiffany Haddish basically had like a, a cool friendship with her where she was like, "Hey, your kids, down to get a hundred bucks to be in this fucking." They went too far though for online. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Way too far. But I mean, you could see that it's interesting. It's like they were friends. Then maybe at a certain point, Tiffany starts blowing up, and it's not like she's giving this chick a fucking full time job or whatever. The chick starts thinking like, okay, well, how am I going to monetize my ex-best friend becoming a fucking big deal? Well, I guess I'm going to sue her for putting my kids in some creepy-ass skit from back in the day. And how far did they go? I didn't see it. I didn't want to look weird. at okay. it. I don't I'm, like looking at that type of shit. They, they took it down. Okay, I'm just going to you know, break it down a little bit. So they leave it, the the boy with the uncle, and the uncle is playing R. Kelly, <laughs> and he's, he's fucking looking through a peephole. And while he's looking through the peephole, they got the little boy moving his body like in sexual ways. Like they even have a part where he has a toy truck and it's like he's stroking the toy truck. Like they went too far with that shit. That shit was like disturbing to watch. Like that shit was terrible. Cause at first when yeah. I seen the headlines, I'm like, Tiffany Haddish, Aerie Spears, Childish. I'm like, 
this sounds weird. Right. Like, then, who directed but, this? Shit? Because in the in and that's the thing. It's like who wrote it? Who directed yeah, who it? Who wrote it who, and directed? Who, this whose shit? whole idea was this? I'm not sure. Like what the pipeline was for them producing content at that time. Because I think this is like they weren't doing it for YouTube. This is like for Funny or Die. So mm. yeah, it was pretty. That wasn't pretty out there. Yeah. I don't know. Even in the end, it has a little boy reversing it, and he's looking at the uncle on like some sexual, creepy shit. Like it's weird. Extortion in this game is getting out of hand too. Yeah. You get extorted? Fuck no. Oh okay. (laughs) Have you done extorting before? Hell yeah, definitely. Look at God damn. (laughs) (laughs) Are you extorting anyone right now? No. Do you feel like I want to ask you? Do you guys feel like Charlamagne is getting getting extorted, or she wants to extort him by still bringing up oh, this wow. old situation, bro? That but see, Tasha K. Like, if he's being extorted, then she's doing, <laughs> he's doing a pretty bad job because she just did a three hour interview with Tasha K. About but it. Tasha K.'s name right now in the media is like is dirt, and she has she has to pay Cardi B all this fucking money, but like for what she said, she made up shit about Cardi B. Now people just like. So for the record, what we're talking about is Tasha K, who did all the videos about uh, Cardi B that eventually got her sued, and she apparently owes millions of dollars to Cardi B. She said, I believe, that she's not going to pay it. But <laughs> she did an interview with Charlemagne's rape accuser. Now, it's a different girl than the one, because the, the one that the situation with Charlemagne that people always draw attention to was the one where he actually caught a real case. Way back in the day, I, I think he was like super young and there was an allegation of something with a girl at a party or whatever. This is different. This is a girl that he actually talked about on The Brilliant Idiots and he talked about it. And, and you can hear Andrew Schultz in the clip saying, like, why are you talking about this and shit? Where he's basically just talking about how he had like basically gave a girl like Spanish fly or some shit, some old school shit, and that she was passed out or whatever. Shit. He claims that he's the only one who slept with her. She claims that she got gang raped after the party. And she did this extremely long, in-depth interview that there's no way I'm going to subject myself to watching this. I'm going to be totally honest with you. But it is on Tasha K's channel. No, I definitely did not watch it. I just seen her crying, but it's just like, um, you have to take women like serious once they drop a tear and say they got raped. It's like, mm. how... like. How believable is it? Like, do you really take this serious? Like, I only or... saw the trailer. It was like a three minute trailer. Yeah, I that's, that. the only, I that's like, all I watched. I'm not I'm fucking like, up my fuck. night watching this. You no. know, it's like, fuck. Do, I mean, would you believe your daughter if she came home and said, you know what, dad, I'm, I'm really adamant about what happened. I, I know what happened. This is what happened. It's, and it's still lingering on years later. Do we believe her? Looking like Obama, do... but I got a shotgun. What the <laughs> we going fuck hunting. I got to do with this? We going hunting. Oh, we going oh, hunting. Okay, I guess. But I'm like, do you believe her? Or... For sure. Your daughter tell you yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, so how believable is this situation? Like, because she's I mean, crying. I didn't watch the whole video. So it's like, if, if somebody is going to poke holes in it, that's for somebody else to do. And I mean, to me, it's like, all right, because when we all started talking about it in the group chat, we also said, it's like nobody's talking about it. Then I searched Charlamagne's name on Twitter. I realized there are a lot of people talking about it, but it's not huge names and it's not like the media outlets. I haven't really, they probably are reporting on it on some smaller outlets, but I didn't see any like media outlets really reporting on it. So, I mean, there's definitely people talking about it, but it also seems like there's, enough people who have goodwill towards Charlemagne that it hasn't become some big ass thing. But I do feel bad if I don't believe it. But then again, it's like, I don't want to believe it. Like, I don't want to believe that shit. But then again, it's like, it's a woman's crying. It's like, fuck. Like, you got to feel bad to some, some extent. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Because so even like, me saying I'm not going to watch it. Why? Well, I mean, part of that is because I don't want to fucking grapple with having to. Yeah, I mean, right? both options. One option it's, is you feel really, really bad for a random girl you never heard of before. And option two is you just basically like don't believe her and feel like she's a piece of shit. Both of these are like not pleasant feelings to have watching it. Like <laughs> I, I know it's that too bo- negative. both roads lead yeah. to me not having a good time consuming this content. Right? So it's basically like we shouldn't watch any more R. Kelly uh, episodes. Cause well, I think I a watched, lot of people already made that decision. <laughs> when I watched that shit, I was like, man, he did that shit. <laughs> but then again, I'm like, I mean, I don't are know. you still listening to R. Kelly's music? Yes, I will. I will listen. I will listen to it if it come on. But I'm not just my mind's telling me no. My my body, (laughs) my body. But you listen to that shit. I'm like, come. This nigga really was a singing. This nigga T Real at the Blast concert (laughs) was singing every fucking song. You know Blast music by heart. He sounds like Angel. I do too, though. Really? Yeah, it, Oh wow, I gotta listen. What? Yeah. But he was saying crazy. <laughs> I'm like, this nigga really <laughs> hitting notes and shit. Damn. That shit was that shit was tight. You had a good time? Yeah, I had a great time. What venue was time. it? At the uh, Palladium. And he had lying two, around two the shows corner. back to back. Sold yeah. out. And these scary ass mm. niggas. Had LeBron in there, everybody. That's crazy. What? Yeah, because we was backstage and these scary ass niggas was like, no, we don't want to go backstage. Cause they seen a certain person, then we had to run back upstairs. Who you scared of? I ain't scared of them. <laughs> These niggas made me go back upstairs, bro. Let's just, let's just say the energy from the whole situation, this wasn't a good time to have him bumping to somebody that, you know. He Who's fed you ducking? He may have been acquainted with back in the day. You ran into Tiger. <laughs> I didn't. He avoided it. They made me. Remember, I was drunk. I was out of my mind. You got to at least thank for like, the 10K. Run upstairs. Run upstairs. You, you no, can't. he's just he's just very stubborn. Yeah, but once you get the 10K, don't you? doesn't that kind of mean you got to let go of some of the Tiger is solid. I, Shout I, out to Tiger I let for go giving this nigga 10K. That's his homeboy. I love nigga, him when you death. see him, you get that nigga a hug. Thank you, man. I love you. That's death. all you got to say. You guys were backstage and you saw he was in the vicinity? No, we was we went backstage before the show started, but afterwards we seen him come on stage and then, you know, that's when it was like... So you you guys weren't out in the crowd at the Blast concert, though? No, it was a VIP. I want to know how lit you guys would have been if you were just hanging out in the crowd. I mean, I don't drink, so... No, I mean, like, people talking to you and shit. Oh, bro. Nah, you they was already, out in the crowd. They was already VIP going crazy. It was funny, too, because two, two women walk up to Duno. They were like, you're that guy. Yeah, the homie. You know, and I said, I said, oh yeah, he's fluffy. He's like, he's not fluffy. <laughs> Nobody is. Duno, Duno came with us and left with his girl. Sure did. Yo, he's the type, bro. How you yeah, feel about him know. tweeting like a seventeen-year-old Mexican girl on Twitter and shit? What? He's very, he's very descriptive on Twitter. Should we read some Duno tweets? Oh, this is funny. <laughs> wait, should, wait, should we? Well, it's on Twitter's public. I'm about to say, should we ask him first? Fuck but no, him. let's He's go. Roast his ass. No, oh, that nigga wants to be a comedian. He's he, gonna get made fun of for his seventeen. That nigga Duno's a freak. Well, he's twenty-two. He's young. Well, first off, his pin tweet is a photo of him wearing a camo hoodie, and it says two-week relationship type of guy. <laughs> why does he? T- why does he tweet relationship? Shit. No, his, his he, he knows it's relatable. He's trying to get his forty ounce van on. You remember that wave? Mm-hmm. Forty ounce van got like hundreds of thousands of followers off of tweeting like basic life aphorisms. Oh, scroll down, scroll down, scroll Josh. down. He better not retweeting any porn. And my body, my Duno's body. body. 
I want to rub all over Duno's body. Oh, here you go. We got to gay it up. Data idea. Go away. Go Look on, at Parker. Go Look on, at the legend. Data idea. Fight another couple. That's not him, though. Good, oh, mor- never Good morning, Precioso Bonito. Chingono Mamacita. Can you buy me 2K? It comes out Friday. I like that one. That's way over my head. You don't know what that means, right? He just saying buy, buy uh, NBA 2K well, what's Friday. the beginning part mean? What's up, baby? You know what I'm saying? Keep scrolling. Buy young player. <laughs> buy young player 2K. Shout out to Parker. Little baby e- baby Parker and our homies. Little Easter egg in this in this episode right there. You see? Lined up all the homies. <laughs> Fire. That Ultimate Warrior shit is crazy. Keep scrolling, Josh. What the fuck is up? What are you doing? He's playing Pac-Man over there. No, he making sure ain't no porn. Your fucking meat show up on the screen. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. If Duno retweeted my meat. Good. Wait, go back. Good morning. Pinche huevono traborja press. All right. Sleep and enjoy your day. Cut this this. shit off. I can't see this. You made it. You tried to make a little good I knew that was going to happen right there too. Bye. Bro, he be saying shit like, I just want somebody to sit on my face today. I'll be like, what the fuck? But it'll be like some no, but it, it won't say I just want somebody to sit on my face. It'll be like these girls just want to fuck. I just want to sit around and watch Boy Meets World. Not that I fucked it up. Yeah, you I gotta did. own that L. Um, but anyway, speaking of on OnlyPlugTalk.com this week, we actually hooked up with Maitland Ward, who became famous from appearing on Boy Meets World. Mm. Wow. She does porn now. It's not Topanga, is it? No. Imagine. Man. Jesus Christ. Ooh, was you in love with Topanga? Sure. I was in love with Topanga. I was, yeah. was Sorry to Malin Ward. Why for was guys everybody in love with Topanga? Because she was the first mixed wait, wait. girl you ever seen the black in your life. Girl, the black girl I didn't was even know too. she was, was mixed. Angela. I don't know. What is she? Angela mixed? was nice too. Angela. What's her ethnicity? All three of the girls were pretty hot. Yeah. Josh. Topanga was a bad one. <laughs> Topanga was bad. No, he was looking at Mr. Feeney. I had never seen an exotic looking chick like that when I was young. She just stood out to me so much. And what a weird name, too. She right? Topanga. Tata. She had some tatas for sure. What did you think about Mr. Feeney? Legend. Legend. Tatiana Ali from Will Smith from Will Smith show, Fresh Prince. Show. She was bad. Josh, bad. can you put the chat up there? Because I need I need a topic. I, I want I want the people to volunteer a topic. But yeah, we uh we banged her, and that was legendary. She's actually on. The college years season of Boy Meets World, which I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I was watching Boy Meets World when this came out. Uh, Mr. Feeney, not dead. Good. Long, long live Feeney. Hey, you know what? I was like thinking about going to pee and I thought about how far it was. I was like, I'm holding it. Yeah, we got 30 more minutes. You got 30 minutes. Yeah. You can hold it. That shit is far. That shit is far. And also, like today, I took my backpack out of my office because I was like, well, when I leave, I don't want to have to walk all the way back to the fucking office, all the way to the other side of the room. That's like super far. When when the nineteen keys interview gonna drop? Mm, maybe this week. AD's legs. That's what they want us to talk about. Hey, <laughs> we are <laughs> we already talked about fucking Juan Rondo. I don't know anything about uh, zero and and uh, oh, oh zero and Trey. Trey the truth. I've seen they got in a fight. Two Texas legends. Listen, I thought that Trey the truth was way past. That part of his life, he seemed like I, he's a community activist. I didn't know that he was still dishing out beatdowns like twenty years for real. I, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 bro. But still, though, I ain't got no wax legs. What the hell? Hey, looking pretty you, waxy. But do I got hair all over these. You think it was a setup though? Because I was like, why is Zero by himself outside? Golly, that didn't look know. good. I interviewed both of them. They're both legends. I really don't know, but I respect it. I'm looking for a good tire. Oh, Kanye, you see the diarrhea tweet? That was false. Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> they know. already they already debunked that one. Man, he, but that one, if he did that, 
hilarious. Anytime somebody's messing with him, you'll know because he's gonna go ballistic. But mm-hmm. the fact that Kanye had to actually cl- clarify that the diarrhea tweet, which for the record was something like, "Kim has diarrhea way more than the Kim has ca- chronic <laughs> diarrhea." I mean, way more than the average person. <laughs> Somebody made that up, and Kanye actually had to post about it and deny that he. But he said that. Said shit. that. I don't like what they're doing with him. Know what Adidas though. They're like literally copying his shoes. I mean, and he, putting that's out their what, own. He's doing battle with them out here. That's what Nike does. Yeah, but they like you could tell like wasn't nobody wearing that type of style of shoes before Kanye came out with it. First of all, we're not wearing Adidas. That's what tripped me out when I walked in the Joe Budden podcast. Every one of them motherfuckers had some molded Yeezy looking ass shoes. They're comfortable I, as hell. I can't even tell which ones are Yeezys and which one are some designer shit that kind of look like Yeezys because this has just become. Like a default style of shoe, like it's just fucking super common at this point. You should try them; they're very comfortable. Man. See, everybody they're got taking Crocs. Up, they're taking out. And they say Crocs are fucking comfortable as hell. I long live Crocs. The Yeezy slides are super fucking comfortable. I honestly, I would like to try some of these crazy molded shoes, but at the same time. I just don't see myself as being the kind of person that's going to have some fucking 50-sided die-looking-ass shoe. Like, I don't know. But then again, like today, you know how every day you have to pick what shoe you're going to wear that day? I didn't even think about it today. It didn't even cross my mind. Just put the Birkenstocks right on. And that just makes you feel way comfortable about yourself. I'm just comfortable. I mean, I got to sit around, fucking do a bunch of different pieces of content all day and shit. It's just like, am I going to have shoes on for no fucking reason? Or am I going to just slip these slides on? Just casual. I don't even I need shoes, really. I was barefoot in here every day. I mean, you're a white guy. You guys like wearing your toes out. My feet would get really dirty, but it would be really comfortable. Remember Jay-Z was talking about that? It was like, John Cletas. We don't wear John Cletas. You mm. think that the girls would get together and sue me if I was walking around with no shoes on? Nah. <laughs> like I think it. if they had to like walk past their cubicle and you were shooting plug talk, and, then they could sue you. Anybody we we have a different to, set for that. Any, <laughs> anybody going to young, uh, Young Boy Tour? His tour? <sighs> yeah, he's he's has a tour coming up. I don't even know if he's been on tour. Like, I ain't gonna lie, young I boy, think it's big. Young boy, that nigga, that nigga dope, man. What can I be backstage? Suicide, suicide in the building. building. Whoa, I ain't seen that man in a minute. Uh, can I be backstage, or is is he gonna beat me up? No, nah, I seen a uh, three the other day. I think the, he, he's a big. Oh, this is NBA Young fan. Boy's first tour ever. Is it ever? I don't know. That's what the fucking chat said. I don't know if we really need to talk about the fact that he's starting it off in Chicago because the Monday show already discussed it at length. But man, that guy's got some balls on him, huh? That's why I'm I'm not going to the Chicago show. But I feel like it's it's going to be like a historic <laughs> moment in hip hop history in some way. I yeah. feel like we're going to be talking about it. For Everybody going to be talking about that. But that's kind of like what Kodak just did when he went to New York. Do you feel like it's beyond O Block to detonate a bomb? Will will there be a bomb squad? Man, y'all taking this shit ain't nothing, too far. Ain't, ain't, that's young boy. Ain't, what's gonna happen is nothing's gonna happen. It's gonna be very secure. Security gonna be up to yin yang. They already know what time it is. Yeah, they're not. They're not. No one's stupid. You know what I mean? But some people are stupid. But how? So, I, young well, boy is not dumb. Do no, you young wanna... boy is not dumb. But is there an O block soldier or two? Who are just like fuck it? I'm gonna do some crazy shit. Well, one thing niggas is afraid of the police. So, do you what? put police around motherfuckers or in a wide venue, niggas is not gonna. Do I'm be real though. In Chicago, it doesn't seem like they're that scared of police. Do I want to spend three, four hundred dollars to go fight or shoot up somebody at a show? <laughs> no. no one's suggesting that you need to get involved at all. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were talking about like other people, right? Just yeah. in general, I don't want to spend two, three hundred dollars to go argue and, and possibly might not fight somebody. That's got to be the most waste of time. You, you can't do. You, you want to know somebody. how fucked up uh, Flacco is, though? Is that I was talking to Flacco about the fact that I interviewed Bostov. Now, Bostov, for those who don't know, O Block soldier, good friend of King Von, et cetera. He's been around since like the Chief Keef days and shit like that. It was super cool. He went out there. And, and Flacco's first question about the interview was, Did you ask him how he feels about Quando Rondo getting shot up? And I was like, No, I did not. And he's like, How could you not ask it? That would have been my first question. I'm like, Flacco, that's, if you do want to ask that question, it definitely cannot be your first question. Because that's gonna make you look really yeah, he going crazy. Straight, he going straight to the bullshit. So he, hey, how you doing? Did you how you feel about the nigga getting shot up? Like, damn, I just if, got if here. If you do want to try to bust that move, you definitely gotta take your time. Now yeah. I don't know. There was something about the conversation where it's just like we were vibing too good as homies. It was it was it was a good conversation. I had already pushed a few lines in terms of trying to get him to like acknowledge that drill music is a little too crazy and that it makes sense basically that the cops use it in fucking investigations and shit like that so at that point i didn't really want to push it to the limit and ask him about that especially since that's just i mean that's just like that that's about the messiest question i could think of asking he's like oh so how do you feel about the guy who basically was the reason why you're good friend and a guy who was like a hero to your hood how do you feel about the fact that he just got his homie killed it's just like such an invitation for messiness and shitty that's, that's i know you're stuff. fucking not talking you're the messiest motherfucker man i had it written down here. in my notes as a possibility i just decided <laughs> i didn't like it you're the messiest nigga in here you're definitely calling on these people to ask those questions dog he's, he's just as messy he does has a yeah, you is too. But even he I, does have yeah, a moral yeah. compass, though. Because he'll be I like, moments "Should are. I do this?" He'd be, "Should I?" Some days he'll be like, "I'm gonna let it fly." I just didn't want to, because I could almost guarantee what Bob Stop would have said. He would have said, it, "Is it because I ain't talking about that?" Is it because you was out there with him and talked to him that you was like, "I got a little more respect and don't want to do this shit crazy like that"? I think part of it is that a lot of gang beefs or just rapper beefs that. When people talk about like, oh, you were talking about this situation or this situation on No Jumper, it's like, in reality, they're just silly ass beefs that in reality, nobody's going to get fucking hurt over. And when you talk about the old block, young boy shit, Quando Rondo, King Vaughn, it's just like such a fucking deadly situation already. And there's no reason for us to think that it's not going to get more gnarly. And so it's just, I don't know, given that there's already so much bad shit that's happened as a result of this, and it's kind of surreal to even, like, think that this is, like, a real thing in hip-hop just because it involves, like, some of the biggest rappers and that literally one of the biggest rappers already got killed over this situation. Like, it's pretty fucking crazy. That, so what um, was your reasoning for uh, interviewing a young young man from Rolling Hunnets? Well, I found out about Tunchi Five from uh, doing the uh, or from the situation with Treyway, and then I went and watched a bunch of his videos, and uh, the music was cool. But I also was just like very fascinated by him, and I wanted to learn about him. He seemed like an interesting guy, so I hit him up. Not so let's do this interview. More gang beef. Mm. If he had said anything that I thought would 
really add fuel to the fire with the Treyway thing, I probably would have edited that out if he had really like like that's the one thing that I feel like a lot of people confuse is like him in particular. I listen to his music. I hear him dissing all kinds of neighborhoods and shit. He didn't do any of that in the interview, though. It's so like an unwritten asked, rule. So you asked him the question in in the hopes that he articulated himself in a way that you wouldn't have to edit it out, but you will still get the content that you wanted for your clip. If his response was, I don't give a fuck, every single is a pussy, fuck them, rah, 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 we, we, my, my side shot, killed so-and-so, rah, rah. If he said some crazy shit, then I would edit that. But I also, like, I know him. He's a smart kid. He's not, like, now moving around like a that day. Right, but I, my, so my, <laughs> no, 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 but I interviewed him twice. No, that so did, bro. I interviewed him twice. Because the first audio, because the first no, one, no, the first audio did. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the other side of the room. Yeah, the yeah. first one, for some reason, did not have any audio, so I got to do it again. Oh my god! But to be honest, the second one was way better. Although, to be honest, also he showed up drunk. So I mean, whatever. We are should so cash. Should though. you um, interview people while they're drunk? Since you're so against stuff like that. Hmm. I wasn't getting him drunk. <laughs> I wasn't buying him drinks at the bar like somebody. He didn't have no drinks at the bar. Hmm. I think he's lying because he want to protect you and Wario. No, dude. He didn't have not no drinks. And you're why did he ain't no being no bitch? He ain't gotta protect us. But let me ask you, like I said, <laughs> I, you had him in the can carry himself. You were not so sure. So you acknowledge <laughs> that he was drunk and you decided to interview him anyway. Hmm. Adam 22 being wow, a hypocrite. You are a hypocrite and hypocrite. you're a and you had that fuck them the question the questionnaire was just there you go leaning around drama. <laughs> oh my fucking god! That was a good interview. Now he's gonna go do Cam Capone and all these other fucking interviews, and they can always say Adam Twenty Two did it first. So that was the like objective. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's not as burnt as Crib Mac, but. It's comparable Somebody in the sense that, that I just me. I seen his shit online. I thought he seemed super fucking interesting, so I wanted to talk to Fred him. Fred Mac is one of a kind, and somebody else that's, that has been intoxicated and that you interviewed. Well, he, mm. that's how he has chosen to live his life. <laughs> 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 that's really one of like the main <laughs> themes, though, when you watch all those different Crip Mac interviews. It's like a different person in every fucking interview because he's like. I mean, I think part of it is just him. Like, he's just on a different level every day. But then also, it's like, how much did he have to drink? Is he smoking weed, et cetera? It's like many Crip Max. That first one, that version never showed up again. Let me ask he you. He was a little different after that. If somebody is fucked up, have you ever, like, stopped? Like, I'm not doing it. So you really don't mm, care. But I don't, I don't, I can't think of a time besides that bunk one where anybody was that fucked up. What about Lil Xan? He was never that bad. Okay. Lil Pump did one that never came out because he was too fucked up. And you didn't put it out? No, it was. <laughs> if I put it out, it would have been a joke. Damn. You still, like, you still got it? He could barely talk. Yeah, it was on my laptop, but it's it was, it was like I met up with him. I've told the story mad times, but I met up with him and he was like, on one, stoked to do the interview. We didn't get to the interview studio until eight in the morning, at which point he was no longer on one. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, eight in the morning too. <laughs> I mean, that's when you got to do Breakfast Club. I was dragging Lena around for these festivities. There back wasn't then, even a couch for her to sit on back there. Damn, you! how rude. She was probably curled up in a ball in the corner. And she still loved your fucking dirty ass. I know. And that's why I can't leave her. Why would you want to? I don't want to. You want to leave Heather? No. You want to leave Lexi lacking? 
Uh, uh, no, I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me off guard. And you did boot game. Yeah, but that was live. You about to Joe button me? No, I wouldn't do that. Like that. <laughs> I wouldn't. Do no, that I like just that. say if you're gonna say don't get nobody fucked up to interview them, stick to what you're supposed to do too. They're giving me a hard time because I I took issue with Parks, aka the white guy on the Joe Button Pod, who you don't see. He called me out for using the word op. And I wasn't using it like as a joke. I was like using it as a serious word. And he thought that that was pretty goofy. Op saying op? Nah. I feel like if I say op, I don't think either of you would bat an eye. Why is white on white like... The white on white crime shit is getting out of like white people. No, you don't like the white cool people either. Like who? MGK. He's cool. Russ. Yeah. I like Russ. Now... And after he whooped your ass. <laughs> By proxy. By proxy. He sent somebody. He sent a homie yeah. missile. Send a homie missile to that oh, nail salon. Shit. <laughs> so yeah, there's other white people I can think of. You're really life. beefing with this Joe Button podcast, huh? No, man, I'm just talking he about got, it. He, bro. I've just had too much fun reading the comments. I went, I went to the number one comment of it. And I was like, yeah, I don't got the W. Well, what was the W? Because I, I feel like Joe Button and them feel like there's like no competition. And you feel like you definitely went on there and conquered, and they just really don't like take well, it as serious. Well, so we're just gonna just pump it up a little bit more. Like y'all got your ass whooped on that show. They admitted that they yeah. didn't watch any content. So it's like really like everything that you're telling this guy. Auto L. Is you don't know what you're talking about. You could read titles and be like, yeah, like I felt like Ish was so angry. And I was like, damn, like I, I was respecting what he was saying. And yo, people were sending me tweets of them fools talking about drill music. <laughs> they be hyping the shit up. They be smoking on people, all kinds of crazy ass shit. I couldn't believe it. But I saw a lot of people saying like, oh, Adam, you should have told Joe Budden that, that you succeeded at creating a network and he didn't. I'm like, well, that would be mean and have nothing to do with the fucking argument you at hand. But you didn't Joe go there. I love Joe Budden. Yeah. I think Joe Budden's one of my Joe. favorite podcasters of all time. You didn't go there to fucking argue. You like, you sat there and you no, were like, he, went to, arms. he went to argue. Who, Adam, Adam lives to argue. I would have done whatever Not. the fuck they wanted to do. Joe said at one point he wanted to talk to me about porn. We could have done one of those points. You sat probably would have been a lot less controversial. You sat on the couch like I sat with Beast Cut. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, they argued with me. Let's sit up. Let's pay attention. I didn't know. It's I, definitely a four on one. Like Parks, he was trying to get you. One thing I did that, or one thing I didn't do was I didn't like say anything positive about No Jumper. Like I very easily could have oh like God. just offered up a counter narrative and said, well, actually, there's all these different guys who have uh, shows on No Jumper, and I've offered opportunities to all these different people from underprivileged backgrounds, and yada, yada, yada. And I've overseen like so many people's careers blowing up that I did their first interview, yada, yada. I could have like said a lot of stuff like that that I just like. Didn't why'd, even you, why'd you have think to put of. underprivileged background in there? Because you are from a fucking place where you told me that you had to walk past a park full of guys with muscles and machine guns on the way to school. Did you not? No, <laughs> that didn't happen in Nashua. I'm not saying that that is the most underprivileged background, but if you got to walk by a guy holding a machine gun to get to school, that's at least a little underprivileged. I had the privilege of not seeing a machine gun. I mean, if he was in a trailer park with overalls, does it make it different? That was really not what Nashua is like, but I'm a silver spoon. Silver spoon AD. Silver spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never seen nothing. Seen anything. I mean, a machine gun in the park is a lot. That's crazy. Holding it, kicking it like it was a crutch. I never forget it. 
And the crazy part, the crazy part is, imagine me walking to school like second, third grade. (laughs) Imagine how old I am. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you look, you kind of ancient. No, but I'm seven years old. Like I'm seven, nine or yeah, like I'm like seven, eight years old walking home, like seeing that. Like what the fuck? I would never drop my kid. I would never let my kid walk to school right I know, now. Right? Like what the fuck? Are nah, not in 2022. It's too many. Your kids are rocking gallery department and shit. They can't walk to school. Nah, hell no. My kids ain't walking. My kids shop at Target. <laughs> <laughs> you know Target got the best shit for kids. I'm not even lying to you. Your Target kids wear fucking that. Dior every time I see them. Fuck no. My kids don't own nothing that has Dior on it. Really? Gucci, Louis, Dior, you don't none do of that any shit. Of that? I don't do none of that shit for my kids. See, it's it's the it's the electronics. Like you didn't have a, a first birthday party for your kid? You told me you said it's a waste of time throwing parties for a one year old. Definitely a waste of time. <laughs> uh, Cause I got four kids. I I know now the kids. First of all, your kid's not gonna remember. No Second way. of all, your kid's gonna get tired mid party, so he or she's gonna take a nap. Then you're gonna be looking around and, and the the fucking birthday girl or birthday boy's not in the fucking party. Now I'm looking at fucking grown ups out here enjoying my liquor and food. I don't want you niggas at my house. Now I'm getting tired. Right. The baby wake back up. It's just like it's just really. Pointless, and like, I mean, with you, you got four kids last four birthday parties a year. Oh my god, so you're just jaded to the whole thing. Well, I, I enjoy them enjoying their birthday party, but I just like for a one like year old, one, yeah, it's like, come on. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't even with what you did, it's like everybody coming over, like all we're on the, like, we're on the first like, kid, so we're, yeah, we're doing first kid, you, yeah, did, you usually, have to, you know, because we have, have no, to. we didn't usually know what women do like. with the yeah. first kid, so. yeah. The first kid is yeah. once you have to, okay, you get that, but like the second and third kid is like, nah. You see Adam 22 take an L in the group chat though? Where? Tried to call out T-Rail over here for, uh, Copying the the cake smash photo. Uh, he, he bought the receipts out. He hit me with the receipts. He been he shooting with receipts. Patty since 2016. <laughs> Shout out Patty. Yeah. Yeah, Shout out Patty, homie. Man. I told Heather that she was like, "Oh no, I got receipts for his ass too." So you're saying the McBroom started shooting with her because of you? After fuck yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. You know what I'm saying? Virgil, and Kylie, he was, and he was fucking Heather with me put after. Kylie on to Virgil. Patty. Yeah. What the fuck? Yes, sir. Damn. Patty's gonna be like, "What's no jumper?" She's gonna wake up with a DM. They were yeah, arguing no. about the cake. Shout smash out Patty, photos. go fuck with Patty, man. After we shot with her, like everybody Bro, started fucking with her. Patty man. is a fucking baby whisperer. Oh God. Parker was like a microscopic little fucking blob, and she was just taking her and manipulating her lips and her fingers and like for the baby photos, and she was she was putting her to sleep and like. Ways that we couldn't put her to sleep at the time. It was fucking mind blowing, dude. Yeah, she is like she's super great. And we were shooting with her when she was shooting at her house. Uh-huh. So this is her new studio. So we've been shooting with her for a very, very long time. But yeah, mm. shout out to Patty. Virgil. She did a great job. Like we can't. That's Virgil for you, man. What like? But still, like even if we put somebody on to her, like she still got to do the job. Like and she's doing a great motherfucking job. Like mm. you feel me? You gotta have those first photos with her, like. Monumental, you feel me? Like you said, like nobody can go and get, do a baby like that. Like I don't know anybody can do that. Shit. I had a family member who said that they didn't want to do photos like that, like not even with her specifically, but like those super professional style baby photos that are like mega posed and everything. It's like a specific style these days. I laughed in their fucking face. I'm like, <laughs> good luck. They were talking about using yeah. their own photographer. I'm like, good luck. Yeah, good fucking. I mean, luck. good luck shooting a baby better than that. 
Yeah, for real. If you think about it, even like you said, you know, having a first birthday party, later on down the line, it is cool. Because I wish I had fucking pictures of me when I was one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or two at least and shit. You know what I mean? My girl has been doing a daily vlog every day for like 20 days or some shit. TikTok, Lena the Plug Vlogs. If you want to see the behind the scenes, everybody go subscribe or follow on TikTok. But it's crazy. Because it's it's taking up a shitload of her fucking time because you got to edit for like an hour and a half at night to put the shit together or whatever. But it's like so sick to be able to just like look back at all of our days with this fucking She's doing rap. the editing? She's been doing the editing. Damn. I, can I, only I told imagine. her she needed an editor. So if you're an editor and you want to edit TikToks, hit up Lena. Yeah, Lena shouldn't be editing. Right? Yeah. What? She needs I a Trev. Heather do that shit too. Like he can only fucking damn. imagine. Like get ready with me. She be up all fucking night doing that shit. I'm like, damn, this shit only 30 seconds. But it's cold though. Right. I, I looked at Lena too. Shit, like uh, Heather did one daily vlog too. Like looking at Lena shit. Like so, it's inspiring. I was like, damn, I could do that shit too. Like, yeah, that's how I fuck with it. It's crazy though that like on one hand, it's like you're creating TikToks, you're gaining a fan base, you're getting visibility. It's all good. And then on the other hand, it's like you're basically just like creating content for free for this gigantic Chinese billionaire fucking mm-hmm. company. Yeah, it's like Sometimes how do I feel you, weird about that. How do you monetize it? And then I feel like now it's like you have to go live. You have Ugh. to get those gifts. Yeah. She hasn't tips done that. and stuff like that. So I'm seeing people go live and do shit like people that. People send now. you fucking red dancing ladies and shit. <laughs> That's money. the currency on there? So it's like, a bunch I've of, never it's seen a live on TikTok. It's crazy. Like it, they giving money for when sure. When I'm flipping through TikTok, it'll just show me a random fucking live of somebody doing something super random. But yo, it's it's weird because bro. It just shows me girls with fat asses. I get knows what I want to see. <laughs> so I, you got Figaro and fat asses on I this want shit. to see weird, avant-garde, creative, cool shit. Please drop comments and let me know cool TikTok accounts to follow. Because when I click on this shit, all I see is fucking Kazumi and BBLs. Oh, shit. And I love it because I'm a hornball and I have needs. But So stay your ass on Twitter. There's so much more porn on my Twitter. This is ridiculous. My shit too, and I don't even be looking for the shit. Oh, I love it. I'm getting <laughs> fucked that shit. I used to have a phobia of uh, eating and and watching porn at the same time, and I've kind of got over that because of Twitter. What type of weirdo I bet you are I look, you? I dog? bet you if I look at my Twitter right Who now. Who eats cereal and look at porn? Like, man, this shit cool. Let me, let me hey, tell you where hey, it came go from. Rewind that scene. You ever? Uh, you ever? Seen uh, the Pain Olympics? Oh, BME? The BME Pain uh-huh. Olympics? I remember that shit. It's basically a video of a bunch of clips of basically like dudes cutting their own dicks off. Nuts, all that. Ball sag, like dis- disgusting shit. I can't even remember most it of it. It was like old YouTube. But I remember being like 21, 22, and I'm sitting on my computer and I'm eating some, some good food and somebody sends me a link to that. And it was one of these links at the time where you click it and it opens it up on the screen, but it opens up mad windows so you can't X out of it. And so I'm like, I've got like a mouth full of, you know, delicious chicken or something, jambalaya, who knows what it was. And I'm just seeing dicks get cut off. And after that, I just couldn't see, like if I saw a boob while I was eating, it would fuck me up. Like I couldn't, I I would lose my appetite. But now like, because I read Twitter when I'm fucking eating, like, all the time, pretty much. Like, in the morning, eating breakfast, I'm reading Twitter. 
and I'll just see a chick I know getting railed in the ass and I scroll past it. I don't like try to look at it while I have a mouthful of eggs, but I've like kind of seen it enough <laughs> that I feel like I've sort of got over that phobia that I had of like sex stuff while eating. Yo, so like, what, what, like what's your like kids? conversation time? Like with your girl, like, you, cause you always on the phone and you have to be on the phone. Cause you got to look at concert. You got to look at YouTube. You got to study. You got to do interviews. You I try to split your, it up. You feel me? like, when is the time you get to talk and chill? If we're eating together, I won't look at my phone. When we're hanging out with a kid, I don't look at the phone much. I'll put it on silent. I'll fucking toss it on the other side of the room, whatever. After 8 o'clock, you don't answer. Yeah. When we're watching TV together, we got all these shows that we watch together and shit. But definitely, it's a concern. But usually in the morning, it's like I work out, and then she works out right after, and I got to watch the kid while I make food and eat breakfast and everything. Is there a show that Lena watches that you're like, ah, I wouldn't talk about this, but like you're interested in it? She she watches a lot of shows that I don't give a fuck about. Bridgerton, <laughs> Bridgerton, Grey's Anatomy. These are like shows that have just like taken over Grey's her Anatomy? life for like periods of like months. Oh, fuck out of here. She watched every episode of Grey's Anatomy for months, and I never watched one. See, I don't give a fuck. For us, it'd be like they'd be invested into like Real Housewives. Sometimes you'll walk by and be like. Hmm. I'm glad she's not like a reality TV chick because I know some chicks who just that's their whole life is just watching all these stupid ass dating shows and it's sad, bro. It's like you you could be getting a, a degree. You could go to Harvard, you could watch Trap Lord Ross. Yeah. You watching Love Island. I ain't gonna lie. My girl got me on some of them what's it called shows, uh TLC shows. They got some weird ass shows on there. Yeah. Like my six hundred pound life and that shit. They got is all good, type of crazy. Dog. No, it's my cool. six hundred pound life. Then what's the heaven. what's the one with the Mormons? It's the one with the Mormons. He married to like four or five people. You leaving me hanging. You leaving me hanging. You leaving me hanging. You leaving me hanging. Oh, my bad. My, my bad. bills are <laughs> my bills are paid. That shit is hilarious, dude. We, I, I can't act totally elite because we 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 went through a phase where we were watching hella uh 90 day fiance. That shit too. That was good. And then we were I watched uh with no neck Ed. British bake off. British Bake Off. It's just like a cooking show, but they they do it in a big tent, and everybody's British. There was one on Netflix I was watching called Zumba's like treats or something like that. She was crazy. You got the Zeus Network? Nah, man, isn't this a hip hop show? What the fuck are we doing right He's now? Talking man? about Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about this nigga with a mouthful of eggs and dicks getting cut off. Man, this nigga wow. I gotta piss <laughs> so bad. Well, we got, how much longer we got? We're done. We're done. Fuck it. Fuck it. What well, you mean we're done? How, what, how many hours did we do? We did two. We did two. We out of here, we boy. Cut, we are cutting hair short Love y'all to death. See ya. But yo, you know what's crazy is that on, on Sledge Lords, which is coming out tomorrow, we only do an hour. Mm. The last one was, the first mm. one was hour 20. This one we got to like just an hour. It's a very punk rock, short, fast energy. Oh, shout out to uh, whoever made me this shirt too. You know, they left it with Josh. Danny Mullen said that when yeah. he when he was a kid, I don't think don't do that to Beast Cares. He said when he was a kid that a girl walked in on him and he had her Barbie doll and he had taken the legs of the Barbie doll and he had put it in his ass. What? And the girl walked in on him and she saw him doing this to her Barbie doll. Yeah, this is that's it's great that you guys got a show together. What type of shit? We ain't talking about no shit like that. <laughs> uh, no, that really kind of made me think like, damn, he's a different type what? of dude. And you was like, extra. Oh, my God. You're so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Put the legs in the Barbie doll. Tell me where you put the Barbie doll. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. 
shout out to everybody who watched this we appreciate y'all uh like comment subscribe nojumper.com if you want to support beast cut coming soon adam's a bitch shout out to blasey doing his thing thing yeah blasey he killed this he killed it we're gonna sell him soon shout out blasey shout out t-rail shout out ad